Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. You know who it is. You know what time it is. It's time to strap in, kids, because you're in for a bumpy ride. It's Ed and Sean. It's Kicksters. And welcome back to <laughs> I'm totally wearing pants, folks. I just wanted to throw it off. It, it needs a moment. <laughs> He's not. He's not really wearing pants. I am totally wearing pants. <laughs> it's actually episode 315 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Still. Pantsless Sean. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm pantless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So Ed, how's your uh, how's your week going? It was uneventful, to be honest with you. I've been uh, well, my my mother's birthday is today, oh, okay. uh, yeah, Sunday, February third. So yesterday we had a party for her, so I was planning that and getting things. Did you get her a stripper? No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Does she want one? No. <laughs> How do you know, Jasker? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a question I ask all every, <laughs> every year. year. Hey, stripper hey, this year? Hey, Ma, ready for a stripper this year? <laughs> no, Ed. <laughs> you sure? Because. We can get one. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much. I mean, it's been unveiled. The only thing I'm watching the again, I'm still into the Flash and Arrow verse. Okay, and I'm like, and that this week was kind of like, why am I watching this show anymore? Um, isn't the uh, isn't that Crisis on Infinite Earth coming out soon, or or the Final Crisis? That's, well, Final Crisis is not till next, uh, basically next year, oh, like, kind of thing. Okay, so they're wrapping up kind of like this season of regular, um. you know, Flash. But it's just kind of weird because. Like Flash uh, or Arrow has like, I, well, I don't want to spoil it. I'm, you know, you can't like, spoil it. I, I, you know what? I'll be honest. The only one I really watch right now is is when they all hit Netflix. Is I watch Flash, and then I watch Legends of Tomorrow. I don't. Know, I love that show. I don't know why. I have yet to watch any episode of Black Lightning, which I kind of want to. Um, I really need to catch up on Arrow. But I, you know, when well, I let me say they they outloaded they outlawed vigilantes in. The city, so oh. so now like now Arrow works for the for the police, oh. you know, in a way, you know, oh, so that's so why they make them legal, man, huh? you know, and and then the, of course they're like the evil characters they use are still alive, they're not like dying off, you know, like and it's just and it's just you go, it wasn't that great of a character that they're using. I can't think of the guy's name that they're using, but it was a gangster, and he's like. They they think he was dead and then they, they he's in prison and you know and it's just not it, death lot not death stroke no no it? Oh. no it's it's uh, it's a character I mean that, oh. if, I'm not that big an arrow so I don't know gotcha. the comic book history of him if right. he's an actual character but it, it's like uh, uh he's he's like a strong gangster it's basically the, the only thing he's got tattoos all over him he doesn't wear a mask you oh. know you know and that, it it was it was the longest Did he talk with an accent. Now, uh, I now. maybe you know they go, now, there was no there was no characteristics of this character at um, all to go. Oh, this is a, this you know you know this character from. Oh, okay, so from the, they could have just been pulled somebody out of uh, a, they created a, somebody. A, yeah, from, it's a guy named Diaz. Now I remember the name. It's it's a it's a, cr- a criminal underlord, and he was like a, a secondary in, in the in the season before that, and then they used him as a main villain for the last season. Oh, and and they're they're still trying to use him, and it's just like you go. Can we kill him off? Because he's not that great of a character. Like he's <laughs> right. He's not. He's not holding up his. It's he, he ran his course and his course is over. It's time for him to move on. He's to got else. no special powers and nothing. No, they they gave him like so serum, so he's super strong. So like, please tell me it's not like venom. No. Oh, okay, I was thinking maybe because the, they keep trying to bring in Batman universe stuff. I thought 
It's not Bane. It's no, not going to no, you know, Bane's, uh, Bane's got enough problems over in Gotham, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I guess. <sighs> so now they're doing like, because like, like a lot of lot of Arrow, which which I thought was great the first few seasons, was they would always go back to like when he was stuck on the island for all those years. Right. And then finally he's back. So it's that back and forth. Now they're doing like a future timeline. It's his son and the city's oh, dead. You know, and, oh, God. <laughs> So like, you know, it's just like I'm like I'm like, well, we've we've used up like because basically they tell they told us like after so many seasons like this was the last that we're going to use of back back flashes. Well, they said there was they had a five year plan for him being on the island, and by the time he, year five came, he was going to be off the island. It was going to be modern time. All right. I mean, and then and now it's like I guess the ratings kind of slipped a little bit. So they're like, let's do this, but we can't do the back. Let's go to the future. The yeah. future. Genius. I, I saw an article. I don't know if I pulled it for, for nerd news or not, or or geek bits. I don't know. What <laughs> um, I, I where the rumor has that they're going to kill off somebody during the final crisis, but it won't be. Um, they're saying it won't be. It might be. Might be Arrow um, Oliver because he made that deal with the Monitor to, that you know, Karen and the Flash are both needed. Yeah. You know? uh, though you know what? I'm going to be honest. Kill off Kara. Here's why. Okay. Here's why. All right. Only because right now in the Arrow or, or in that Belanti verse, you might want to call it, since mm. he's the producer of every single one of them, Carrie is on a completely different Earth. Yeah. So whenever they need her, they got to go through you know that time breach. You know they need yeah. they need Cisco. Yeah. Right. Well, what if Cisco's sick one day? Is you know like I'm just saying. Well, they, so what they do is they they whack her right. And all of a sudden, there is a find that there's a, well, a camera on on the current Earth that they're on. Yeah, you know, Earth whatever is double double o seven sixteen thousand. It was I'm sorry, it's only fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a thing. Well, actually, I think they won't be past. Oh yeah, they went to fifty three because that was Earth X. That's when they had the Nazis. It was it was the Earth fifty three. They thought, and that's why they call it Earth X because it, it was outside of the realm of the. 52. I remember that crossover. That's where everyone was a bad guy. They're all Nazis. But it's funny that you mentioned because Cisco did lose his powers for a few like Um, episodes. You know, guy thing. Shocking. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the other thing too, because it's like after a while you're like, you're like these superheroes stink. They can't find anybody in the city. <laughs> you know, Flash could run around from one side of the city in seconds, and they can't find this guy that they're looking for now in this in this show. He should totally. If the Flash should be able, since he, you've already known that he can he can run through matter at this point. But I mean, they, they can, can find they water. can find people that don't belong on the planet. Right. They can find they can find su- superheroes if they use certain abilities, but they can't find somebody who has uses dark matter to to kill other superhumans you know or, or, or metas as they're calling them and you go really you can't track him down based off of that i mean like or the fact that flash has the ability to run and look at everybody in in, in, in the area yeah just run up well, uh, not you 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 Vroom. vibrate through a wall oh sorry you're sleeping not you Vroom. vibrate out looking at little kids like you know he could be he the flash is the ultimate creeper because yeah. he can just look and row. Yeah. Look and go. Yep. <laughs> he can just stare and run. Stare and run. He's stare like, run. just run up, stop right in front of something. Nope, not it. And just go, whoop. And you're like, I think I saw the flash. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. He kind of stopped, looked at me, and shook his head and kept moving. It was weird. <laughs> why, why did he tell us? I don't know. He was going on a flash. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, now I get it. That's why they call him the flash. <laughs> it's, I thought because he wore a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Sorry. <laughs> And then, of course, his daughter's from the future that comes to the past. I saw what well, well, I guess. And, I, it's, and it's like. I am caught up to last season because I watched it all on Netflix. Yeah. So I know his daughter shows up. She helps him get beat the big bad guy without him knowing. And all of a sudden, she shows up. And she's like, hey, guess what? I'm from the future and I'm your daughter. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like hey, wait a second. <laughs> what? I'm your daughter. I'm your daughter. <laughs> And then it's like, uh, that's, oh, shit. You know, you shouldn't have came back and stopped. Uh, yeah, no, but I can't help it. I'm your daughter. <laughs> Watch me. We're running fast. Daddy. <laughs> Got daddy issues. Daddy. Oh, it's hot. Um, I do like the colors, though. She runs like a purple streak. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. No. Oh, whatever. Anyway, I got the stat. For those people who remember last episode, I got the earpiece back in because I forgot my other earbuds, but I'm still feeling a little static again. I'm like the, right, right on the edge of my ear hole. It's like, and I'm like, fuck, how long do I wait until I take it out? <laughs> anyway, uh, so so anyway, what were we saying? You're watching the That's fight? pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. that was, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm just going, I don't know why I'm watching these because after a while, like, it's just. It's it's kind of it's just drawn out. It's just too much drama drawn out. I know it's like it, well, I mean, it's daytime it's for for boys the, the, or the men pro, for, or for is, comic book nerds. I should say. Yeah, I, I, I think the problem but, is that when you deal with um, network television, they still think old school where it's twenty four episodes. You know, we used to be twenty two episodes, but then thanks to twenty four, they realize oh we can get two more episodes out of people. So let's do that. So there's like twenty three, twenty four episodes a season. Mm. But there's a lot of fluff in those seasons. It's like, who's the bad guy of the week? And how does it propel our big bad guy? It doesn't. But hey, hey, Flash goes on a romantic date. Oh. Nothing happens? Nothing. I mean, he runs a little fast to go get flowers. But other than that, I mean, nothing really special. He forgot his anniversary. See you watch Cisco and Flash. <laughs> They're stuck on a boat. <laughs> Flash forgets how to run again. <laughs> Um, so I mean, it, it, I do notice they, they should do smaller arcs, I think, but they can't because it's network television. Like that's why, like I finished watching Daredevil season three last night. Finally, it took mm-hmm. my sweet old time finishing it, but it was like thirteen episodes. They could have they could have shaved out like, one. There was one episode that really wasn't needed. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, hey Ed, um, I did something once, right? <laughs> and I tell you that in the beginning of the season. And then halfway, almost at the end of the season, you see a flashback of the thing I tell you about. It's like, no one cares. I told you about it. It doesn't help the story. Right. So fucking cut that episode. I grant it. I mean, I, look, I understand. It was like a fluff episode about uh, the girl who plays Karen Page, her, her background. Mm. Like, she once killed a man in Reno just to watch him die kind of thing. <laughs> it was like she mentions it once. Like, I killed my, you know, I accidentally killed my brother. And then you see the episode of how she accidentally killed her brother. But it's like. Well, what's that got to do with anything? Mm-hmm. You know, nothing really. You, you could have cut that episode out and shaved off, uh, you know, an hour of your time and and could have moved on. But it was really good. Um, the season, that's what I did. Um, but I, I think that you know, with network television, they should break it up. Go okay before Christmas. Here's an arc. Right. Leave like a cliffhanger, like a like a Marvel movie ending kind of thing, where it's like, oh, we got the bad guy. Did we? Right. And then, or there's another villain that like was right. orchestrating it over, like you know, like type of thing. Right. Then, or you have the bad guy, and next thing you know, you think, "Oh my god, this is it! The bad guy is gonna, you know, is gonna is gonna lose. He's gonna down." Next thing you know, he gets a bullet to the head because there's a bigger bad guy who was actually working with somebody else. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then next thing you know, like, "Oh my god, who's that guy?" Tune in in the spring, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, you got like another thirteen, ten, thirteen episodes to do like another mini arc, right? 
but continuing the story. Like, eh, what do I know? It's not like I run a network. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing, Ed. <laughs> eh, so nothing, not, no movies, no nothing? No, no. I'm, like I said, I, I, I wish, you know, I'm trying to figure out. I just saw today, actually, I was looking at, and I saw that there was a, a lot of free movies now on YouTube. YouTube's trying to be a streaming service like oh. everybody else. And they're offering like a hundred free movies. So I started going through the list. Of course, it's all kind of be all shit movies. Yeah, I'd say I mean, there's a couple of them like, hey, that's not bad. Like you know, like there's there's some older movies that are like maybe like a few years old, five years old. Hey, it's the Phantom of the Opera, the Robert England version. Right. <laughs> like wait, what? Yeah, there was one. No way. <laughs> there's one that was like you know like the the Lauren Hardys and the and the uh, Shirley Temples. You're like okay, now now I get it. Oh, you know, it's, it's the some, we call it. Uh, free properties <laughs> the one <laughs> right and then some of the 70s stuff that like nobody really cared I probably saw right. once in a theater bombed or whatever and, <sighs> you know now it's, it's public domain movies right <laughs> you know what I was I was thumbing through TV and I saw uh, I was okay this is sorry people it's for me and Ed <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who Adam Man is right yeah he was actually in a movie as a vampire and it was like a, like a 1996 movie. Really? I, and I was summoned through and I saw it. And I'm like, okay, well, I like Adam, man. And I, he was a vampire and he falls for a 90s chick, you know. And I watched it for maybe about five minutes. Because <laughs> it was getting kind of late. And, and, you know, Stacey's home now. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, and and there's a moment where he's actually like a party. And it's like this 90s music, which is, it's like late 90s. But the music sounds like late 80s <laughs> it's like alright and he's watching this crowd of people dance and he's kind of like trying to dance too which is was really weird like he'd watch somebody do a, like a foot motion and he would do that foot motion and then I guess because he did it I don't know if he has an ability or whatever like someone like two people behind him would do the exact same move and it's like well is he controlling the crap like I, don't, I didn't get it right <laughs> And then he calls the girl over who he gets, who has, I guess he's got the hots for, mm. which, funny enough, she's in a neck brace. So I'm assuming he's probably just wooing her until he gets the, that, that neck brace off. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then <laughs> out of all the choices in the world that Adam and the vampire can have, right. he wants the one with the neck brace because right. it's a weighty game. Right. <laughs> he's going to play the long game. <laughs> I got to play the long con on this one. Right. You know, all I really want to do is just bite her, but I can't because she got the neck brace on. <laughs> Because they're not removable, don't you have the ability to hypnotize somebody and then just rip it off and then, you know, and then five minute movie? But no, you got to find love. So he calls her over and he's dancing with her. But there, it's like, like he starts kind of like classic dance, classical dancing with her, like like a guy who was dancing in the 1900s, mm-hmm. you know. And he's kind of like giving her like these head nods to kind of like look here and look. And I'm like, I there's some weird choices there, Adam. Like, <laughs> like can't you just go back to saying goodie? Goody two shoes, you know. <laughs> don't drink, drink don't, don't smoke. But do you do? Go drink, smoke. Uh, I gotta be honest. He is, he is one of my. He, I loved Adam Ant when he was a, a girl singer. <laughs> I don't think I think I saw maybe like one movie that he was in. He was actually really good in, but it wasn't like uh, you know glamorous. And no, I know it wasn't. He was no vampire. <laughs> Part of me is like, I know I need to look. Yeah, I, 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 I gotta look up uh, like Adam. Ant I wonder in if movies. He goes, I wonder if he goes by Adam Ant in the movies or not. And my phone's on 28%. <sighs> I really should bring my charger. Uh, let's see. Adam Ant. A-D-A-M. Adam Ant. 
uh, anime. Uh, uh, see, well, yeah, but he has soundtrack. Love bites. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is, what's he under? Is he? Is he's not under Adam Weldrick? Is it? Or is he Adam Ant? Because I have goody two shoes and the Adam, the Adam Ant soundtrack, Ant Man. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what song is he in Ant Man? Okay, Adam Ant, born filmography. So see all. As uh, an actor, okay, there you go. Oh, he was in Love Him Nikita. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. He was Bert in an animated series. Uh, 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 Love Bites. He was Zachary Sims, 1993. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries Ooh. as Sir Charge a lot. He was in Out of Time as Richard Marcus. People are like, who the fuck cares? He was in Cyber Bandits. Ah. Uh. I would use for yeah, an animated series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, Wow, Brad Boner in Northern Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was Pimpkin in Tales from the Crypt, the TV series. Dude, was it Cold Steel that I saw him in? I don't know. He was in Amazing Stories. Ted Helmbeck. <laughs> uh, why do I? Maybe it was Spellcaster. I don't know. Adam and the Ants, Prince Charming. Was a video. He was Cinderella. <laughs> hey, Cinderella. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me see. He was in the movie Trust Me. An art dealer murders one of his artists in hopes of increasing the market value for his work. Uh, nope. I didn't resolve that one. Drop Dead Rock. Dave Donovan. Um, yep. Uh, nope. 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 Lover's Not. He was Marvel. Oh. Two L's. Yeah. I guess. All right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so I was I saw that I'm like, what? Get out of here! All right. Anyway, I always liked this music. I don't know why it was these total eighties pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, uh, nothing else exciting for you? Nope. Uh, let's see. I've been gaming. Okay. I got uh and and, and a review on a game coming out. I uh, I got a Kingdom Hearts thing and a <laughs> Hitman's Two thing going on. And Stacy's home. Yes. Uh, she came home from Texas. I picked her up Wednesday night, last Wednesday, or this past Wednesday. Yeah, this past Wednesday. Uh, the 29th? Yeah, the 29th. And sorry, right, dates are all kind of fuzzy when you're, you know, when you're living on the edge like me, Ed. <laughs> um, it was the 30th was Wednesday. So it was, yeah, so it was the 30th. Yeah. yeah, okay. So she came off the plane. She didn't. She looked kind of pale to me, and I was like, "Oh, maybe she didn't go out much. It's, it's Texas. I don't right. know." She got <laughs> super sick. She lays in a coffin, and the- <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, she's listening to animate music, and I'm like, "What is this? Where is this neck brace? <laughs> Here to save yourself. Where is this neck brace? Okay, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't get it." <laughs> no, I can't turn to see the car. So I'm driving out. Like, right. okay, well, I can't understand why you're having me wear a neck brace. Trust me, it's for your own safety. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> why? Okay. Um. So she wound up getting like really sick. Oh, okay. So she's been kind of laid up in bed since uh, Friday. 
Thursday, she was okay. Not okay, but she definitely wasn't feeling. She was kind of on shaky ground. Mm. But the rest of the week so far, we went to urgent care yesterday to uh, have her like get checked out. Mm. You know, because she's like, I don't know if I feel horrible. She thought it was the flu. It's not the flu. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. But she upper respiratory infection because that's like a lot of things going around. It's kind of like the flu, but it's um, not. And it's because you don't have the like fever or um, she coughing. She's coughing. She's got the sore throat. She's got um. She was getting a little um. She's dehydrated. Okay. Okay. Definitely because uh, um, of uh, activities. I don't want to get too gross with people. Um, but she also <laughs> so she's drinking a lot of Gatorade. The mucus fling. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like totally, she sounds like a Jewish car. <laughs> <laughs> Oy. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like, she's like, what are you staring? At? I'm like, I'm waiting for you to turn over. At first, she thought we, we thought it was a flu, but then she went to the doctor. We went to the urgent care, and doc's like, uh, okay, we're going to swab you, and came back. Well, guess what? It's not the flu. And we're like, what? Womp, womp, womp. I'm like, oh, well, so much for that idea. Like, Docs were like, well, what is it? He's like, uh, you know, you're sick. You know, take, get some, you know. Is she any vampire bats? Yeah. <laughs> Keep her away from garlic. Here, wear this neck brace. <laughs> okay, Doc, is it really for me or is it for her? It's for you. <laughs> it's for your protection. <laughs> like, okay. So, like, when I text her before on my way over, she, she's still feeling kind of crappy, but she's not as coffee as she was lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, that's good. You know, like, and then on the, I've, I've had a little problem with my car. It's been driving me nuts, and I finally got a fix today. Uh, when I go out to go pick her up, it was fucking freezing. For those people who don't know, we're in the northeast section of, of the United States. So it was, we had, like, a cold snap, you might say. Yes. Um, the polar vortex. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, so <laughs> when I went to go pick her up at the airport, I went to go park, and I accidentally hit my – I every once in a while, my car is kind of new, and it's not, I'm not used to the size of the car. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll hit the sidewalk. And most people do. Okay. You know, like I'm not, it's, not, it's not out of the ordinary, right? Uh, so I hit the sidewalk doing a park job. And then the I hit line. three people. <laughs> pulled into the parking lot. Now they're all wearing neck braces. <laughs> <laughs> Be the running guy the entire night. Um, so I, it was like kind of like a hit and rub kind of thing. <laughs> I hit it and rubbed it out. <laughs> so so I, I go get her. <laughs> and I, I, I start the car. And now my car is a... Um, 2015 Ford Focus, Ford Fusion, but it's got all the it's got all the bells and whistles and gadgets in it. Uh-huh. And I, you know, it, it came that way. Like, um, and one of the things, one of the gadgets, is a tire pressure sensor. Right. So when I got in the car, the tire was like low air pressure, and I'm like hit you know hit the OK button on the thing on the steering wheel, and it's you know little there's a little like explanation point you know, uh-huh. saying hey hey sir hey. And I didn't know how to turn it off. And the only way to turn it off is if I put an air in your tires, right? <laughs> but I was also worried that there, the sensor to tell you when it was low, I thought I might have damaged it when I hit the sidewalk. Yeah. You know, it's a legitimate right. fear or concern. Car drives fine. No problem. It's not weaving in and out. It's not no flat tires. Thank, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> you know, so 
it's been all a matter of trying to get what <laughs> that wood sounded hollow. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was solid. Um, <laughs> he hit his head, folks. By the way, if you were, were what, what, what was he hitting? <laughs> um, so, so I'm like, okay. Well, all week I've been trying to. All week I've been trying to get to. Um, for those people who don't know, Pennsylvania has a thing called Wawa. It's it's Seven Elevens. Pennsylvania's version of 7-Eleven. Right. Anybody on the East Coast kind of knows what we're talking about. Anybody on the West Coast, consider it like your Circle K, Quick Mart, whatever. Your 24-hour right. kind of buckies if you're in Texas. Um, so If you watch The Simpsons, Quickie Mart. Yeah. yeah so so yeah. they have these you know, air, you know, free air. Like, right. hey, of course, because I believe air should be free. All right? <laughs> the problem I'm having is that everyone, because like when, when it's cold out, Tire pressure gets lower. Drops, drops. right, yeah. So they tell you to, fill, you know, put air in your tires. Yeah, keep checking your tires, make sure they're filled. Everybody and their fucking mothers getting there putting their air in No matter what time of day I went, there was always somebody at the pump and or at the air hose, and I'm always on the way somewhere. It's like, oh, I'll stop by on my way to work. I yeah. got an extra 15 minutes. Oh, there's someone there. I can't wait 15 minutes. I get to work. I'll do it on my way home. All right, let me do this. And, oh, look, there's a, there's three people waiting in line because they all have the same fucking idea I do. Yeah. Like, so all week long, I'm trying to go, okay, well, let me get here. Let me get there. I went to one Wawa, worked on one, but it kept giving me these error messages. And I'm like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm just, I actually, and I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll go home. I'll go the next day. Yeah. Happened yesterday. Uh, yesterday, I'm like, okay, I'm just, I went out of my way to go to that Wawa because it's the only one I knew that had one that worked. I get there. It's fucking broken down. And I'm like, motherfuckers. So I had I, I opted to go to another Wawa closer to my house that yeah. usually has, there are usually air machines usually busted. This one was working, sort of, but I couldn't get it to, to register the because what happens is nowadays, they go, how much PSI do you want your tire? Just, you know, you put in the number or it's already set a number. Yeah. You hit the thing and when it hits that number, it turns itself off. Right. Easy peasy oh, lemon squeezy. Beep, 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 beep. Right. Beep shift. Yeah. Warning. Right. So I'm like, okay, easy peasy lemon squeezy. But every put my thing, it's like, hey, it's 15. Now 14. Now 10. I'm like, I'm not, I don't see my tires. Not, what the fuck? Like, so I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I had to wash my hands with the whole thing. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just wait till it's spring. <laughs> I'll solve that problem. Yeah, I'll show you, Mother Nature. <laughs> so tonight, I figured, like, I'm on the way over to here. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop by another Wawa, the one on Grant, for you know local references. And and it was quite empty. And I was able to spend the time to actually work in the car. And I start the car up. They got every every pre-size on all the tires, right? Start the car up because this whole time that little warning sign's been on the entire time. Right. It's driving me nuts. It's the one thing on my dashboard that stands out like a fucking sore thumb. Obviously, for obvious reasons. And I'm just trying to figure out how to turn it off. I don't know how to turn it off. Part of me is like, oh, the sensor's off. Got to replace the car. You know. Like, <laughs> and finally, after I, I sat in the car, turned the engine on, light disappeared. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like this. This. I was like, I felt like beating a boss in a video game. <laughs> It was like, hey, I finally figured out the code to beat this boss, and I'll show you, you damn automobile. The light's off. I win. Victory's mine. Kiss my ass. <laughs> now I need guess. Now I need guess. Well, the new Wawa has two. The one up on the oh, boulevard has oh, two air stations. Ooh, Ooh. Fancy. Fancy. I wasn't going to drive all the way up there to get air. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll go just a little out of my way because it's – is it really out of your way if you drive by it on the way home from work and then when you're home you drive up to there to go? I don't know. Like what officially is what officially is out of the way? <laughs> like a half hour away from your house may be out of the way. 
I didn't do it that far. I was like 10 minutes. You know, but what is considered out of the way? That's a good question. And what do you think? <laughs> well, out of the way is really like, well, it depends on two things. If you're going somewhere and it's not in that path of where you're going, it's out of your way. Okay. And if you have nowhere to go and uh-huh. you're home and you have to go there and it's far, it's out of your way. Uh, so it depends okay. on depends on if you're going somewhere or if you're not going somewhere. Okay. There. What's with the deal with out of your way? <laughs> hey, Ed. <laughs> well, you know what? As as you were talking, because you didn't come over for Thursday for the movie. Right, right, right. Thursday actually was off. I uh, I had the Verizon come in and switch uh, from, from cable to Fios. Oh. So I know I have Fios. Fiber, net- uh, fiber network. Yeah. Uh, how is it? It's faster. You can definitely, you can definitely I feel. Can definitely see. I can feel it. I can feel, I can feel, it. feel the wind yeah. as the information rushes by my face. I can even feel as, as the Wi-Fi throws through my skin. I can feel it. Feel that? It's fiber optics, man. Internet speed up, cranked it up to eleven. It was just weird because, like, I call. I forget, it was like last week about it, you know, and they were like, you know, and they sign you up right away. And they're like, well, sure. the next available day is the, the, the 31st. So I'm like, all right. So, you know, and then like, of course, the polar vortex happens oh, and yeah, all this kind of stuff. Vortex. And I'm like, the whole time I'm like, I'm like, are they going to do this? Like, because I got to run a cable like outside <laughs> right. to get in my house, you know. And the ground's frozen solid. Stop. How are they going to do this? So actually, the the day before that morning, because I was taking my wife to work and then and and then coming back, I noticed there was a wire already on my lawn. Oh, and I'm like, when they did come, that happen? They came through the night, <laughs> a little because because they came like like two days before that, put flags up to like I guess mark off oh. where the cable should go because they had a, like a, like I think they have one of those detectors to see what's under your ground, to right? See, you know, to make sure for pipes, pipes and all that, like electricity and stuff like that. So they they put these flags all over my lawn does you know i guess to indicate where it's good spots like, hey, put it here right right so then it, the, that day there was a cable already ran but it was above ground oh. so i was like i was like i was like okay so uh this guy came over i can't i couldn't remember his name but nice nice fellow nice gentleman and he uh, he, he put a box in and you know he, he was right. like 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 he, like they i guess they have like they're so down pat now because i was like that was the other thing too i was waiting for like because I just ran the cable like last year or two years right. ago in, in the neighborhood. And I started seeing the van, the Fios van coming around the neighborhood, you know, uh-huh. like putting in for different spots. <laughs> right. Because you always wait because you're like, like I don't want to be the first date. Sure. You don't want to be the first guy because you're like, oh, this place sucks. It sucks. You know, everyone's <laughs> you know, they, like, they, ah, <laughs> knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that. The fact is, like, they don't really know what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out. And, they're, you know, like, they're running cables. And they go, oh, well, right. that didn't work. We're going to run this one again. You know, blah, blah, blah. So they figure out like all the methods they need to do to, to install. Like I said, it was very very clean and very quick. It took less less than two hours to do. Oh, well, that's good. And uh, you know, got it up and running. And then I still don't have like TV and phone through you know the service. I just right. have internet and I do the the sling. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> slinging your corporate chill. <laughs> you gotta do that every time you order sling. sling. <laughs> it's like Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, every time you hear the word Netflix. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So you know, but it, it you can definitely see the speed in the, in the television and loading. But do people movie. talk faster? No. <laughs> <laughs> loading. <too. laughs> 
you can actually see how fast it is. There's a little faster speed. Like, oh, my half of my hour show now takes fifty minutes. <laughs> it's just a, it's not like it's not playing. It's like a, like a one and a half speed. So you just kind of talk like this, like just a little faster, and they go, "Hey, how you doing here?" And you're like, "Wow, I can see the internet move." <laughs> We'll be back in a minute. Hey, we're back. Wow, that's great upload speed. Because like some of the some of the channels that I have, uh, some of the apps I have on my on my uh, Roku, is slow because it, it starts up and then you got to wait right. for it to load and then the movies load. Hi, uh, hey, and we're on the slow bus. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Now we're on, now we're super speed with FiOS fiber optic in your area. So now <laughs> <laughs> that's slick. <No. laughs> Does Vios have their own sound? No, they don't. There's that little check. <laughs> Verizon. <laughs> it's the V. Uh, so you can definitely see the when you load an app, it loads up right away, right. and then the movie loads up right away. So it's a lot. Like the speed is definitely uh, there. Okay. So. But I'm saying, I'm, I mean, it's I got double the speed for like less the price. Sure. You know, so it's like it's great. And, uh, you know, we were thinking about how to get doing the TV, but then we're like, eh, we're going to have to run cables all over their house. And, you know, shit. <laughs> it's a little like, like Roku. It's Wi-Fi, so it's not, you know. Uh... <laughs> Roku for all my friends. <laughs> and the one thing, too, though, is I swear, I swear, and I, I'm never wrong, but I swear that Comcast would freeze my Internet, so I'd call them to complain. <laughs> Because they're trying to upsell me every because they do every time. Every time I call, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure why, why I got you on the line. It's always that like thing. They always give me some bullshit excuse of why it was frozen. And oh, sorry, it was the polar vortex, right? Like, what, what? it could be the call, or, or maybe maybe they're running a, a line in, in, in the area and you, you, you right. know, got, you got temporarily. It's the pipeline, the, the, the pipeline's a little, it's running a little slow today, yeah, because of the uh weather. And they're, and they're like, I see you don't have TV and phone. Would you like to add that on for another $150? You know, it's like, ew. ew. You sure, sir? Because, you know, why well, I got you on the phone, because your internet was running slow. We have no idea why, by the way. Yeah. Uh, would you like to add? Uh, would you like to add a triple play package? No. Why not? It's only an extra $150 attached to your bill, because it's $150 out of my bill, you dish, dipshit. <laughs> I'm already paying $100 for internet. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, I know, but for only $150 more, you get phone and cable. You know Game of Thrones is coming back. <laughs> for, for, and you have to get HBO, because that's the thing. Like, they have to tack, tack that on for another 20 bucks. Or you can just buy the HBO app, and it's like 15 bucks a month. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, or I could do that, Comcast. Oh, oh, you're tech savvy, aren't you? Yeah, because all I have is the internet, you fuckers. <laughs> that's how I watch everything. <laughs> I cord cut it, motherfuckers. You know, I see I see you in that building looking down on us. Not anymore, not this man. This I fly by my own pants. That's right. Comcast. Comcast you out of my house. <laughs> that's the thing. In two years when when if I want Veri- to rise on. <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like in two years when Verizon because it's a two year <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to your contract. Then you know when the price goes up, I'll switch to Comcast. <laughs> You're gonna be like, oh yeah, well, we'll go back to my other bitch. 
That's right. And you're like, well, Comcast. like, oh, thank you, Ed. Co, <laughs> we're so happy. give you a cheap deal and then, yeah. you know. It will only give you the internet. Now for half the price. Oh, it's great. How long? Two years? All right, fine. Two years later, there's Verizon. Just sitting there, and they're like, hey, baby, what's up? Look at this. We got new implants. You're like, oh, let me go shell out some cash for the whole V on. Because, <laughs> like, with Sling, <laughs> I keep getting more and more channels, like, every few months. Sure. Like, they keep adding, and they don't raise the price. It's the same price, but they keep giving me more and more channels. Right. So it's like, in a few years, I'll be like, oh, it's just as much as Comcast or Verizon. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> with sling <laughs> would how long people could be like these fuckers are going to do this for a whole another hour and a half I know it every time they mention word fries and like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen is somebody at home is going to listen to the episode and be driven but nuts but then they're going to have a conversation and they're going to mention Verizon and they're going to go and they're going to be like motherfuckers and I'll be like ha ha gotcha <laughs> are good things about sling <laughs> really because I'm a big fan of Verizon <laughs> <laughs> of course I watch everything through Netflix <laughs> uh, make your own jokes at home folks <laughs> just add a sound bite there really. uh, so like so, so Stacey Kello she's been kind of laid up you know sick which you know becomes a, a, it's like oh can you get this I can't open this bottle Really? Can you can you get that bottle for me? It's in closer range to you than it is to me. Just reach and grab it. That's all you can do it. You can do it. I'm sick. Not paralyzed. <laughs> I hope she never listens to this episode. Cause you will be. <laughs> like, Baby, uh, okay, fine, I'll take I'll take her. Yeah. You going downstairs? Yeah, why? Because I need this. Okay. While you're down there, can you do this and this and this? Sure. I'm like, oh, babe, I'll be right back. I'm going to get myself something to drink. Oh, while you're down here, can you bring me up some Jello? All right. Because she can't eat solid food. She's she's in the clear foods. Area. Yeah. So I bought her gummy bears. She's like, why'd you buy that? I'm like, technically, it's clear food. She's like, that's a good point. <laughs> like, uh-huh. You think I'm just nothing but looks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> hey, my big plan: gummy bears. <laughs> I learned so many jokes in a little time. Anyway, <coughs> so then uh, while she was away, I picked up Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. I did. I did a stupid thing. <laughs> Really? Yeah. But picking up Kingdom Hearts 3? No, no, it wasn't that. It was picking up Hitman 2 the same day. <laughs> Why? Okay. Didn't you, wait, wait. Didn't you buy two Hitman 2 and then trade it in? No, no. I had Hitman the first season. First uh, season. I, I'm a big fan of the Hitman series. Okay. It's, I'm always a big fan. Right. Problem I have with hit the Hitman series, it's kind of like a sandbox. you got to kill this person, and here's here's different ways to do it. You can do it this way, this way. There's like four or five different ways you can do yeah. it. And I'm like, all right, well, I want to try each one of those. But eventually what happens is I wind up playing that same mission for like three hours trying to figure it all out. And by the time I actually get to the next next mission, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of hit manned out, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me get a drink of water here. <laughs> mm. So Hitman 2 was on sale. Uh-huh. It's been out for a little while, but almost like it's been out since October. Okay. So this was, I was able to get, pick up a copy for like 30 bucks. You know? right. I'm like, all right, you know what? 
I really want to play it because I really like the game. I'm, I'm a fan of the series. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts was coming out. And Kingdom Hearts paid off. So I'm like, with, you know, I traded in some stuff. So it actually wound up for two games, wound up costing me, well, I mean, not not counting the money I put down on Kingdom Hearts, but yeah. that day it was only going to be like a $21 bill. Right. So I'm like, 21 bucks and get Kingdom Hearts, and I get Hitman 2, I'm in. Right. Sold, right? So then I'm like, okay, well, I had to wait because I, I picked it up um, on Mon- uh, Monday night, and they were doing like a nine o'clock release at you know GameStop, you right. know, Power to Players, and then uh, <laughs> 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 another one. Um, so then I I bought Hitman Two Home, loaded it up, and I was like, okay, well, while you're loaded, I'm gonna go pick up Kingdom Hearts, right? So I go pick up Kingdom Hearts. I come home. I got the nice little the, the deluxe six. Comes with the art book and the pin, you know, like, and a steel book because I like tchotchkes. Right. We've already established yes, that. Yes. And 311 episodes in, probably love tchotchkes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 315. 315? Yes. I was out for four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was phoning those in. <laughs> it was during the Eric age. <laughs> There's more than four episodes of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it was which a couple. Way, which ones did you phone out? On? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> that they were all terrible. You'll just have to listen to them all again. Ah, <laughs> oh, the dark ages. Anyway, so um, so I'm like, okay, I go home. I load up Kingdom Hearts. Well, I'm playing it. I'll tell you about that in a second. I'm playing Kingdom Heart uh, Hitman Two, right? Mm-hmm. Hitman Two is the what they call a season. Mm-hmm. So it's the second season that plays off of Hitman, the first complete season, right? right. I'm like, well, fuck, I never finished the first season, but <laughs> I'm playing, I, and they're like, it's like, I, I they, and they made me do like the training mission again. I'm like, you motherfuckers, I did this again the first time. They caught me three fucking hours to do this shit. Fuck you, I'm not doing it. I gotta do it. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't get shit, into the game without doing this. Fuck. I'm like, all right. So... And they're like, hey, you know, before you go this next mission, by the way, you haven't played any of the other missions in Hitman 1. You know, for 20 extra dollars, you can get the Hitman complete first season. And if you have the complete first season, we'll upgrade all your extra, you know, all those missions into Hitman 2. And I'm like, well, 20 bucks is not bad. I didn't buy it. No, you have that look <laughs> on your face. The look was the fact is that they, they're, they're selling you on the other game. Right. <laughs> you're playing this game. You're going, hey, we see you haven't played this yeah, one. Yeah, like, hey, guys, you know, just so you know, this is a continuation of a story that picks up where season one left off. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, how much is the, 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 you know, the Hitman 1 package? It's like $20. I'm going, you know what? That's actually not bad. Let me, let me sleep on that first. Let me see how I'm feeling because I got Kingdom Hearts 3 going on yeah a game that everyone's waiting twenty thousand years for you know except for me you know i'm like well, let me see what's see what the hype's about you know <laughs> oh, hi. Let, me, let me see if i can hit my head with this rock again oh, that's basically oh, hi. Oh, we're gonna defeat the heartless oh, 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 oh. here here sorry here's keyblade again <laughs> you know why oh, i don't know why it's all fucked up time travel and everything oh <laughs> Here, take Mickey and Goofy. You might need one of those. <laughs> well, I know it's got me on the cover, but you never see me. Ha ha! <laughs> Sucker! What world? Baby, what world do you want to go to? Monsters Inc. Sure. Big Hero Six. Why not? Hey, but first, Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm on the land where. Oh, hey, there's Toy Story Land, or you can pick this uh, kingdom. Oh, surprise! It's Rapunzel's land. Ah. Uh. At least I like Flynn Rider. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> so um, um, I'm sitting there pondering this whole thing with uh, 
the, the Hitman thing. And I'm like, okay, well, let me think about that and then put it aside. The game's great. Love Hitman. Yeah. Phenomenal. I, I was actually quite enjoying myself, and I was actually able to kind of complete things better than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. And then in Hitman 2, they got this new this beta thing called uh, the Ghost Ghost Assassin or something like that, where mm-hmm. you play somebody online, and you have to kill the same person. Right. And you have, like, if I kill him first, you have, like, 20 seconds to kill him, or if not, I get the point. You know, like... Mm-hmm. I smoked my competition so fucking hard. It was it was five to one. I was like, yeah, what's up? Master Assassin right here. <laughs> Booyah. Sign me up. Next thing you know, I'm going to knock on my door. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the organization. What organization? <laughs> we saw you're really good at Hitman 2 for one, ep- for one game. We want to hire you. We feel like you got what it takes. Me? Yes. Let's put all your life behind. We're going to make you a successful assassin. Globe trotting around the world. <laughs> yeah? Because I can push the X button better than someone else? Yep. <laughs> Worked for, uh, what do you call it? Last Starfighter. Yeah, but... Yeah, but can I, can I get into trouble? No! Here, take this rifle. Right, take this sniper rifle. You're going to kill this guy. When? Ten minutes from now? What's your plan? Give you the gun back because I'm, I'm not trained. Hell, you'll be fine. Look, you beat that one guy. You're perfect. No, no, really, seriously. Here's here's a disguise. Quick, choke out that guy and take his clothes and dump him in a dumpster, and you can walk where no one will notice. Just remember R two X. Right. Just just triangle. No, I don't want that. Can I go to the Kingdom Hearts? Because Mickey's waiting for me. Nope, sorry, you're hired. Oh. Babe, I gotta go. Costa Rica, overthrow government. I'll be right back. <laughs> what? How? I don't know. I was playing Hitman too, and I wound up kicking this guy's ass. And next, you know, someone's knocking on my door, and I'm going off, I'm off to Costa Rica. Can I help? Can I come? No. Why? It's a business trip. It's a business trip. I'll bring you back a tchotchke. You know how much I love tchotchkes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, baby. (laughs) I moved the fridge closer so that way you don't don't have to leave. (laughs) I know you're not feeling well, but I'm out of here. (laughs) I'd rather go to Costa Rica for the government government than help you open up some water. Sorry, your Jello pack is just going to have to wait. There's a government that needs overthrown, and I'm the man to do it. Apparently, why? I don't know. I got, I got lucky a couple shots, and next thing you know, I'm hired. I hear the pay is good. Retirement package sucks, but other than that, I mean. <laughs> anyway, so, but I did find out. I was like, I got Hitman One. I was thinking, well, all I'll do is I'll buy Hitman One, get the games, and then return the game. Right. <laughs> I don't have to because this month on the PlayStation Plus Network, Hitman Season 1's free. Booyah! I'm like, that's right. What's up? I'm going to download that. And I'll be like, yeah, what up? And then For uh, For Honor is also free this month. I think it starts Tuesday. Okay. Download those bitches. And I can hear Stacey going, what about Kingdom Hearts? Oh, yeah, what about Kingdom Hearts, baby? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, here's my brief. It's... I didn't wait 13 years for this game. All okay. Right? I had a guy coming to work to trade one in. And I'm like, so really already? He's like, yeah. I'm like, why? He's like, 
I waited 13 years for this? I'm like, oh, finally, one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I knew it. Sooner or later, someone was going to walk in. You're the first person to trade in this game. And if I knew, sooner or later, someone was going to have the attitude of, uh, the game in my head was way better than the game I'm playing. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for proving my point. <laughs> I don't think he was too happy about my attitude about it. It was like, ah, fool. <laughs> Sucker. You're living your life based upon one game you played 13 years ago. You were like 15, obviously. Of course your life was fucking better when you were 15. You were busy getting hand jobs by whoever you're trying to get hand jobs from. You know? Or you were spanking it when you ever time or any kind of chance. You had a wonderful life. No bills, no no responsibilities. Just slinging webs wherever you can. God bless you, you 15-year-old son of a bitch. You know? Now that you're an adult and you had to sit down and actually work for a living, you try to go back and recapture memory <laughs> lane by playing a game going, I went 13 years for a sequel. Oh, it sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> life sucks, buddy. Get a helmet. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean yeah I know there was more other games there was like there's nine fucking games Ed, and some of it involves get this time travel <laughs> I didn't know that you know why you know how I know that because I was going to watch a four and a half hour fucking video of all the cutscenes from the first Kingdom Hearts and, so, and one of my co-workers was like no don't bother there's like a 30 a 45 minute synopsis of the story so far kind of thing. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to watch that. Watched it. Completely fucking confused at the end of it. I was like, wait, there's there's always there's, there's like the, three or the four. The shorter games. the version, the more confusing you're going to find. There's a 30-second clip that you can watch and get caught off on Kingdom Hearts. Well, there's like, there's, 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 the fuck there's like okay, you have this sore storyline, and then at the end of the first one, he gets put into a coma, and then apparently when you get defeated, you become a heartless which puts your it it's I don't I was confusing there's like three people with it's almost almost identical the same name which is fine because apparently they're all the same fucking person here you go you've seen all the Harry Potter movies right yeah what did Voldemort do he broke his soul up into seven horcruxes yeah. right well surprise get this the story in this one is this guy there's 13 pieces of the the super soul the you know, in Lord of the Rings, there's one ring to rule them all. Yeah. Well, apparently, there's one keyblade to rule them all, apparently, somewhere along there. Yeah. And this is broken up to 13 pieces. 13 good, uh, 13 bad, 7 good. What kind of fucking odds are those, first of all? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's for sequels. And I go, yeah. all right, you know, <laughs> I get it. Um, so that's where, you know, Snow White and all the princesses were, like, pure of heart. They were, like, the, 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 the seven yeah. that, you had to co- co- that the bad guys were trying to collect. In the first game, it was like, oh, it's Hades and, and Ursula. It's like you're Disney villains. Yeah. And like the next game wants to be in this, this organization called 13 because they're, they're the 13. The, the ultimate bad guy is breaking his soul up into 13 pieces to, so that he can accept the e- total evilness to start another Keyblade Ward. And there's Sora, who's your hero. But then there's this other guy who's like the alternate version of him because he's the, the, soul, the heartless one. Like the he's and I'm like, and then then there's there's the Riku guy who is I think I think the ultimate bad guy, but he goes back in time to help him his younger self on the path to being a bad guy, and he knows it, so he tries to fight the bad. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
Like, and I'm like, I'm watching this 45 minute video, and by the time I'm done, I'm like, I'm, I'm still confused. I'm like, I don't, why? Well, look, there's a half hour version of one. <laughs> Let me see. Maybe this person will be better, because maybe it's just too much information. So I, <laughs> I did it. Let me cut it down further. Well, this one's not as long. Well, this, this, maybe, maybe this guy, because well, it took this asshole 45 minutes to say something. Maybe the 30 minute guy well, goes, you, you know what? I know I, I priorly put it all together. That's what that person did. The person totally did that. The first person just talked about it yeah. and had flashes of people. And I'm like, I don't know who that person is. Who the fuck is that person? That person's that game? What? Well, the second person I watched was like a half hour. It was a girl, and, and she was telling you the story, I and mean, she had like a timeline mm-hmm. of like, hey, this game starts here. Like some people, there's a, there's, believe it or not, there's a line that's divided among Kingdom Hearts fans that some people say that only the first two games matter. And others say, no, they all matter because it's a bigger story. Right. When this girl's like, I'm sorry to tell you, but it all matters, and here's why. And she goes through the whole, this is why all these nine, nine games matter, what the story of Sora, the story of this person, the story of that person, and how they all come together into one big giant Matrix-like type fucking attitude, and it's all going to be concluded in episode three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I start the game, and it looks great. looks gorgeous. The fighting me- me- um, mechanisms are f- fine. I got no problem. It's a lot of button mashy type yeah. stuff, but I'm like, all right, um, the story itself is like, hey, huh, we're going to go get save people. Like, oh, okay. Like, I right now, um, I don't actually really know what I'm supposed to be doing. To be honest. <laughs> like, um, I think I'm supposed to be searching. Right now, I'm supposed to help send, um, I'm supposed to help Rapunzel get to the kingdom because it's the Festival of Lights. If yeah. you've seen the movie Tangled, guess what? You're following the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there, and I'm going to wander through the town to kind of, you know, see what I, see what kind of trouble I can get myself into. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but it's collectibles heaven because there is these hidden Mickey's everywhere, mm-hmm. of course. So you can go over and you, now. Here's the. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but because time has changed since the last game, they they shoehorned in game mechanics that aren't really needed. I don't think. Right. Like all of a sudden now, Sora's got a fucking phone that Ch- uh, Chip and Dale gave him, <laughs> and the phone takes photos. Uh, and they can take, they can, they can communicate with each other through video chatting. Uh, I don't remember that in the other two games. I don't, it was not in the other two games. You know, why? technology didn't exist at the time. So now here you go. You can take photos of all these, you know, hidden Mickey stuff around the area. And I guess I'm assuming that there's probably some prize at the end if you get them all. Uh, there's supposed to be like a secret ending. I'm assuming that if you get the good ending and you get all the collectibles, you get the super secret ending. Which I'm sure if I looked right now, somebody has it online. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the game's fun. It's it, there. It, it does get kind of talky sometimes. <laughs> like the cutscenes, it's like you know, oh, we're gonna go over here, and I'm gonna say, hey, here's a little cutscene. Like there was a a little mini game uh-huh. where I had to chase birds back to Rapunzel so she can look at them because she's never seen birds before. I'm like, how is that indicative to the plot of the game? <laughs> like, I. Can I just get her to the castle? Why do I need to stop and look at birds? Oh, look, she ran off and ran jumped into a lake. Now she wants me to join her. <laughs> okay, look at me. I'm, I'm fro- here's the next phrase. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm frolicking in the lake. Look, hey, look, here's some stuff. Oh, look, here's ingredients. Because on another on another world, yeah, uh, Remy from uh, Ratatouille, yeah, he is a he was hired by Uncle Scrooge McDuck, right? <laughs> To run a bistro, uh-huh. and he's your chef. So he asked you to go out and get ingredients to help him create a menu. 
which is another mini game because when you're in the bistro, he's sitting on top of your head pulling your hair, and you go, oh, look, I got to crack an egg by hitting L, R, L2 and L, L, R2 and L2 slowly. And then when the moment comes, hit the R3 button. You know, so that way we have to do it the perfect timing because imagination is what sparks the best three-star restaurant. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Why am I doing this? <laughs> How, where's the bad guy? Point him out and let me go kill something. This is my favorite because there is not a moment. There's like you, you go, you know. There's there's games you play, and it's like the the smile on his face, the the excitement of telling me the story uh-huh. of, of what's going on. But every time he talks about Kingdom Hearts, it's like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like it's always the same. It's never it's never like, oh well, it was pretty neat. They they did this storyline, blah 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 blah. No, it's like it's like annoying. <laughs> and then and then it's like you paid for this. And I paid for this, paid Ed. Uh, and then, then because there's, there's, it's like, it's like you know what, video games have been good, so good to me so far this year. <laughs> you know what, I need to give back a little paid. I'm gonna buy Kingdom Hearts three. And then there's, there's, there's apparently every once in a while you open a chest and there's a QR code, right? Apparently that you scan with your phone, your quote unquote phone, yeah. and it uploads an old timey game. Like imagine, um, like well, like those Tecmo Bowl game handheld yeah. devices yeah. where it's like beep beep and you you can see all the moves yeah. and it's like it's timing games really what it is but they're done in like this this cutesy handheld kind of way and you're like oh well, is there a purpose to this no it's just fun no it's not no it's not it's not fun at all you know what's fun killing something like you know, like that's just it's. I'm just sitting here on a rock, going, "Hey, Mickey!" Well, I can't even see Mickey. I saw him once. You know why? Because he's hanging out with with the guy who eventually becomes the bad guy in the show in the in the game. So it's like he comes walking in, talks to Merlin. Ha, hi, we're gonna do this, and now see you later, Merlin. Ha, ha. or Yid Sid. Oh, what? All right, I know what you're doing. It's Disney backwards. I'm smart, you know. And they're like, "All right, so, uh, uh, huh, okay, we're gonna walk, 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 walk around. Look, it's uh, the heartless. Hey, Roku, let's go help Riku. Whatever your name is. Oh, just follow me, kid. And you're like, "All right, I'm gonna get to play with Mickey. No, he leaves. All right, who am I stuck with? Goofy and Donald again." <laughs> But this time I got Flynn and uh, Rapunzel with me. Like, that's at least fun. But it's still, it's like. <laughs> Excuse me? Who goes? Who goes, sir? Get yourself a keyblade and let's go save the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a knight, too. He's honorable. And he's got, you know how you know he's a knight? Because he's got a shield. <laughs> and Donald's a magic user. You know why? Because he's got a wand. <laughs> and you are whatever you want to be because you have one of two choices. One of three choices, actually. You know, and I'm like, okay, here's my keyblade, which is probably the worst weapon of all times. <laughs> it is legitimately a giant key. I don't understand. It's not like it's got an edge on it. It's round. And it has... <laughs> It actually looks like a key. Now they kind of <laughs> fancied it up. Like I have this one, this this Twilight Sparkle, guess you know, <laughs> wand and keyblade. But it looks like a, just like a giant, like swirly things with a star at the end. I'm like, how is that going to hurt somebody? <laughs> how is that an effective weapon? It's nothing. It's like, oh, you got a lock here. Let me just click, click. All right, I'm in. 
No, it's like I'm not going to beat you. It's imagine taking it. Okay, imagine taking one of those, um, you know, those those pool noodles. Yeah. Okay, hold that and swing it around. That's your that's your keyblade. That's the size of your keyblade. Just swinging around like a, like a big old limp dick. You know, just swinging it. Just going, I'm going to beat you over the head with it. Whack, 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 whack. And look, every once in a while, if you time it right, something cool happens. There's like, hey, they have all these like rides where. There's like a pirate ship, like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you know, mm. where it's like a just it's a giant swing back and forth. Well, you get that, and it's like a neon um, ship, and you get to control it going back and forth, help beat up you know things. And then there's one where you're actually because you got it on on, on the planet Olympus, where you know you hung out with Hercules because he's relevant, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been relevant since the nineties, really, right? Exactly. So, and that's when they started making the game. So you got to keep him in there, right? Because he helps you become a hero in this in, in the, I think the second game, you know, to find your inner hero. All right, okay, there. All right, so you got to talk to her. And clearly, they're the, the little pan character. Eh. Clearly, Dan DeVille must have been busy that day because he's there. He ain't saying shit. Like, because it looks like they got everybody who do the voice of it. So you got, you know, I th- I think the majority of the people who did the voices in the movies are doing the voices in the game, like um, James Woods. I think was Hades yeah. in the in this game because he uh. was in the movie. So I'm like, okay, well James Woods, he's not doing much. Okay, sure, why not? You know, he's getting in trouble on Twitter, so he's probably got nothing to do. But maybe he, fuck for all I know, he might have done these lines ten years ago. Right? You know, like they got they got they got to shoehorn this this plot because you know why? Because he paid the fucker ten years ago to do the job. We got to now at least deliver his lines somewhere. Yeah, you know, like someone's sitting there going, wait, so you got James Woods to read his lines. <sighs> He's not getting paid again. We don't. Bring, we, got, we got new lines for him. No, no. We, we work with what you got. Ten years ago, buddy. Well, we don't really want to put her, you know, put him in. <laughs> like, in front of him. We don't need uh, him. Well, I don't care. Uh, we paid a fortune for those lines. Put him in. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we'll start off with Hercules, and then you you go from there. And the, 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 the Toy Story characters are on there. Big Hero Six, I know, is a world. Frozen's a world. I saw Wreck It Ralph on a clip. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm assuming he's in there at some point. I'm like, all right. No Star Wars, you know, or no Marvel, because I mean, let's face it, the, the, you know, they, Disney owns that shit too. But they're probably like, "No, you're not getting those toys. <laughs> we got bigger plans for those." <laughs> like, okay, I mean, the game is entertaining and fun, but it's also kind of fu- more frustrating for me because I'm like, I got to wander around and look for things. And what's the plot again? Because I, I, I lost it 20 minutes in. I, I'm supposed to be defeating Harley. Who's that guy? Why does it matter? What? Whatever. I'll play it. Apparently, there's 50 hours of game time. Yeah, that's not including all the extra stuff. I'm like, all right. It'll keep me busy for a few weeks. It'll keep me busy until February because guess what? I was playing this weekend and last weekend, too. Um, The Anthem demo was out two weeks ago. Well, last week. Because um, I was invited to the VIP because I pre-ordered it. So I got the VIP access to the demo. Right. And then this weekend was the full demo for everybody else. And it's, think of it, it's, the best way to describe it is Mass Effect meets Destiny meets Iron Man. Right. Because you wear like a little Iron Man suit kind of thing and you fly around and uh-huh. you can go wonder. It's, it was actually quite fun and, and, and very like, oh, I can get myself into this. I can fall down a well into into that game. 
So I'm like, see, that's the thing. No smiles back. He's excited talking about this. Like that's that's like that's like typical what Sean like does. He like these there's all these games that he will talk about <laughs> intently about and be like so happy every time Kingdom Hearts comes you fuckers. out. Exactly. Oh hi. Hey, Sean, I want to recruit you. Here's a keyblade. It's like it's like everybody's cutting off their left thumb. It's the end thing to do. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what the big deal is. It's my left thumb. It's not like I use it anyway. I don't see what the big deal is. Hey, you had to cut off my thumb. You know why? Because everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is playing. Uh, I, got play. I got to find what the hype is. You know, I want to be cool and hip and be with the lingo and all. I, I gotta be part of the in crowd. I mean, I, I it's funny though because I am jumping real late in the on the pool and I'm like, all right. And everyone's like, oh my god, I can't wait. And I'm like, it's all right. <laughs> Not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, I can't wait for that. You know, the next person to come and go. Yeah, so what? The game wasn't what you expected. <laughs> welcome, well, to, <laughs> welcome to life. <laughs> the rest of your life is going to be filled with disappointment. You know why? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just wondering because there was that one kid you were talking to. I can't wait week. to see him. He was like, I can't wait. To I, hope it, I, hope it, I hope it doesn't suck. Well, what do you mean? I'm like, Well, I mean, the game in your head is probably a lot better. Well, you know, I don't really want the Frozen there. There you go. Seed <laughs> huh? <laughs> planted. You're welcome. See you in two weeks when you're portraying it in because you can't play it. Because <laughs> you got, let it go. You're actually pondering, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> why you want to build a snowman? It's not why. The bigger you're, question. You're sitting there going, what is the existence of the snowman? <laughs> why do I need him? Is it is it just for companionship or is there a real purpose to him? <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask Olaf, that dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, um, so I mean, uh, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Got anything new and exciting, Ed? I mean, outside of what's coming out in DVD and movies? Or- well, let's find out what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray and movies and video games. Uh, Illumination Presents Dr. Seuss the Grinch uh, is coming out uh, this week, and it's going to be, if you buy the three, uh, the Blu-ray and up uh, versions, you'll get three mini-movies of... Uh, um, our favorite characters minions? of the minions. Yep. Yay! So there, there you go. There's a reason why to buy it instead of waiting for Christmas to buy it. Uh, the Sister Brothers is also coming out away on Blu-ray Sister DVD. Brothers? This is the one with Joaquin Phoenix and um, I forget the other actor's name. John C. Riley. Okay. They played two brothers in the West. It's an old Western style movie. Oh, all right. Uh, came out last year. Okie dokie. Uh, the Girl in a Spiderweb, the sequel to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, yeah. is coming out the American version. Uh, so uh, if you missed it in the theaters, now you can pick it up this Tuesday. I kind of want to see it because I liked the first movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of interested in seeing it. Um, All right. What else you got? One is called Widows. I, 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 I know what that one is. I know what that one is. That one's got Liam Neeson in it. Yes. Um, it's got Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Basically, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Basically, uh, the guys are bank robbers. They I think a job goes bad. They all get killed. And the, the, before that, the guys hide the money. And the cartel, whoever the big bad guy is, is coming to the widows to say, hey, where's the money? Because we know it's hidden. And they're like, we don't know where it's at. But then they come up, I guess someone comes up with the idea going, well, let's fuck it. Let's do it ourselves. And the widows become taking over the man's role of what they used to do. Okay. I'm sure it all winds up. Someone gets screwed over in the end. And someone walks off. They probably all walk up with a happy ending of a shit ton of money. 
or they all get killed because it could go either way. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, the Cloverfield Paradox is also coming out this Tuesday. Oh, really? It's, it's uh, for those people who haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. It was a Netflix movie. Yeah, now they're doing it. They, and of course, Absolutely. now now you can get the three pack. So if you were a Cloverfield fan or a Cloverfield Ten Cloverfield Lane one, you can get the three pack for that. Uh, uh, the, the movie was okay. I think I talked about it. It, it. I don't think it really. It was a weird. Like I. It was one of those like, hey, alternate universe time paradox things, and you're like, well, maybe what happened there started the whole process of the monster from the first one. It was real, real weird. It was, it was. I was like, okay, I got you. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, go. What else got? Uh, Double Dragon, a special edition's coming out on Blu-ray. Really? That 1994 movie. Yes. <sighs> So if, you're, if, you're, that one? if you're a video game fan of movies, uh, if you're a shitty movie <laughs> based on video games, now's your chance. Get the two pack that and Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't really seen much of Super Mario Brothers in the uh, world of uh, like. No one talks about it. This is true. <laughs> I had a hard time finding my copy. <laughs> yeah, we should watch it one day. I actually kind of enjoyed that movie for what it was. Also, Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Poor right. Bob Hoskins. Uh, Heart and Souls is coming on Blu-ray, the 1993 film. Heart and Souls. Yeah, that's the one with... Uh, uh, uh... <sighs> they should say right there in the paper, Ed. It does. I'm trying to find his name, and I can't... Uh, it's the... Give me the plot. Maybe I'll remember. He he can see... It's basically you can see dead people. It's uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, oh, that's an old movie. Yes. It's an old 90s movie, 93. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. They're trying to... All right. I got you. Okay. And finally... Coming out this week, you've heard of Daddy Daycare. You've yes. heard of the other Daddy Daycare movie. Daddy Daycare 2? Yes. <laughs> yes, I've heard of them with Now it's Grand Daddy Daycare is coming out. Really? A novelist cares for his aging father-in-law working next door as his father-in-law moves and just figures a way out to, to start his own daycare business. Coming across the, There's some great actors there. I think Daddy uh-huh. Trio's in it. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I was uh, going to look. I was like, Eddie Murphy's obviously not in it. No, no. <laughs> uh, 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 the guy who was in the... Uh, oh, fuck. Here you go. Clint Howard. Yes. Danny Trejo. <laughs> it's what's weird is they give you the the, the cover looks like uh, the usual suspects. Yes. Um you have Clint Howard, Danny Trejo, Reno Wilson, Julia Duffy, Barry Boswicks, yeah, James Hong, uh, and then there's the kids. George Went. Norm <laughs> Norm's in it. Margaret Avery, Linda Gray, Garrett Morris. Wow. Hey, hey, we need old people. Who's still alive? Let's get them in this movie. Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, a bunch of people I don't know, don't know. They look kids, up and coming actors who are gonna, their lives are going to suck later. All right. Uh, okay. Clint Howard, Danny Trejo. Uh, what a combo! I guess I'm going to bet you. I bet you Danny Trejo plays like the 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 scary looking. Grandpa, ah, right. right, and then you know who people are so afraid of, but then you know the kids, kind of like the Sandlot, where you know, they finally meet him. He winds up being the sweetest guy ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a there's a daddy day. Oh, dude, there's a daddy day camp. Day camp. Day camp. That was it. I was trying to think. There was. There, I know there was daycare, and then there was a like day camp. I, I thought there was daddy daycare one and two. It's, I thought that had Eddie Murphy in it. At least the first one did. But Daddy Day Camp had, um, what do you call it? Show me the body! Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, he was doing a lot of a lot of bad movies. Yeah, after he he, he did he that other like, movie, the the, was what sequel called, the, t- the gay boat uh, yeah boat trip. I think it was called or or crew day trip. I don't know. I fuck. <laughs> I, I remember. Uh, I, I saw that one too. Did you? Yeah, I did. Because I like Cuba Gooding Jr. Well, I did back then. Because it was like, show me the money. And apparently he said, show me the checks. I'll do anything. Because it was, or either that or he did so many bad movies. Like, And they were like, oh, shit, he just won an Oscar. Let's put everything he has ever did out in the movie theater. So we'll, we'll generate some cash from yeah. it. <laughs> He's a guarantee. He's a guarantee he's, draw. He's a guarantee draw. Whatever he does is going to be gold. Right. And then it was like there's Boat a- Trip or something where he plays. He has to pretend like he's gay on a gay cruise because he's following a woman. I, ooh, it was him and and the um, oh the heavyset guy from SNL who always laughed and his career never went anywhere. God damn it. Now I need the <laughs> fucking God damn well, rabbit holes. Cuba Gooding Jr. Did you fart again? Uh, no, nah, I farted a little while ago. Oh, now You're welcome. Oh, my God. Now it's catching up. <laughs> Boat trip. Boat trip. There you go. Boat trip, yeah. Let's see. Let me see if I can. Because yeah, he was in radio. I thought radio was a really good movie he was in. Sure. Uh, he's He actually had an episode, and he was an episode of um, Empire. Like, he now shows up on, like, TV shows. Um and it's like, hey, remember me, Cooper Gooding Jr.? Hey, you're welcome. You know, let me see if I can get to it. The plot, at least, or if you were there. Like, then he just kind of turned into all these Daddy Day game. He was Norbit. Uh, what Love Is, Endgame, Dirty, Shadow Boxer. He was in Home on the Range. <laughs> I liked that movie. That, I, think I saw that movie. Boat Trip. Yeah, Jerry Robinson. Yeah, okay. I was trying to think of the, the other guy. I want to say the, the, the fat guy. Horatio Sands, who now obviously lost a lot of weight because, like, that's what he looks like now. <laughs> but I'm going to show you the Horatio Sands that I, I know. I remember, I remember Horatio Sands. Like, yeah, but and like because he was he was on he was on SNL and he was like it was like him and uh, uh, what's his name the guy who does this like Jimmy Fallon the two of them would laugh constantly it was like, right. terrible I was like right. I hate watching and, then, the like, two and there he is obviously looks like he's like a hundred pounds heavier yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And they played uh, game. They had to pretend they were gay men on a cruise for what's the plot here? Let me see if I can. Uh, 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 uh. Two straight men mistakenly end up on a gay only cruise. That's it. That's the entire line of the of of the, of the movie. Mm-hmm. That wow. How do you sum that up? Oh, two straight men mistakenly end up on a gay uh, gays only cruise. Oh, this was in two thousand and two. Oh. I'm so glad we're behind that. <laughs> Rosalind Sanchez was in it. Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, Roger Moore was in it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he played the old. He, I think he played an old queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else you got there, Ed? Uh, that is it for movies. But let's move on to video games. Let's yeah. show me the games. Pro Fishing Simulator by Maximum Games for the PS4 Ooh. and Xbox One. Let's talk about more Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if that doesn't if that doesn't tickle your fancy, how about Spike Volleyball by Big Ben for the PS4 and Xbox One for Tuesday? Uh, okay, well, I mean, I, I like volleyball as a, to play, but I don't know if I could actually play a video game of it. <laughs> hey, the guy who plays Tiger Wood games. Oh, I God. will screw you. I like Tiger Wood games. <laughs> uh, Riot Civil Unrest by Merge Games for the PS4 and Switch for Friday or Tuesday. 
All right. And then we have The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 by Kokum International Limited for the Switch for Tuesday. Okay. Then we have Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 2. Yeah, it's uh, by Milestone for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch for Friday. Ooh, riveting. All right, and what else? Finally, God Eater 3 by Bandai Napco Entertainment America Incorporated for the PS4 for Friday. All right. Yeah, nothing really spectacular. Because you know what? Um, I know later this month, Jump Force is coming out, which apparently is. Really? Is that bad? Yes. It's just, it's it's holding. It's not even the <laughs> it's fact. It's a holding like, pattern. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> the fact that this, this smell is like going past me and it's like, all right, it's done. It's like, nope, we're going to stick around right in front of you. <laughs> just for the issue of weather version. And there's going to be a smell front coming in from back and oh, uh, it'll just hang around for a couple minutes and it might permeate a little bit and, you know, maybe chance of clouds. Definitely chance of little, <coughs> and then it'll move out and be yeah. sunshine. Yeah. In the meantime, bad now. Here's Dan with sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Ed, I brought some news. Did you now? Uh huh. Let me just open up here. Excuse <coughs> me. Okay. So, what we got this week? Uh, I was going to start off with something I think I wanted to talk about last week. All right, for the people who uh, for the people who care and live in the Philadelphia area or would like the excuse to come to Philadelphia, just figured I'd like to make this announcement on behalf of the Franklin Institute. There is a Marvel superhero exhibit coming to the Franklin Institute this spring. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of that. For the people who live in the tri-state area, that is. actually I found out like this past week or something like that, yeah. and everybody's been buzzing about it. And... The uh, Pixar one was nice, so yeah, like, I... I definitely want to go to this one. Since we live in the area, yeah. <laughs> Since I, you know, it's not like I stretch. I'll go through some Wawa's on the way, and then <laughs> we'll be too far on my way. Check my air pressure. Huh? Check my air pressure. Um, I um, so there is that. That's first tip. It's kind of more <laughs> a throwaway. Um, I think we talked about the fact that um, a couple of shows ago that Star Trek Four has been shelved. Yes. All right. I um, think we did. Well, guess it what? Has, Ed? Star Trek Four. It's, it's been shelved. shelved. All right. However. Oddly enough, the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie is a priority at Paramount. With the fate of Star Trek IV up in the air, Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie is looking more and more possible. This was back on January 25th, by the way. Um, Thanks to Den of Geek. Quentin Tarantino has pitched an idea for the new Star Trek film, and Paramount loves it, according to Deadline, which reports that Tarantino is in talks to explore the final frontier for the studio. While nothing is set in stone, Tarantino has already met with producer J.J. Abrams about his Star Trek idea, as well as a writer's, with the writer's room. <laughs> Recently, Paramount Motion Picture Group, Woody Godfrey, spoke to New York Times about the plans for the movie studio. He comment, his comments made it sound like Tarantino's Star Trek is a priority for the studio. Uh, Mr. Godfrey's coming film lineup emphasizes big-budget global audience movies known in Hollywood as tentpoles. Mr. Godfrey is working to breathe life into tired mutant teen, uh, uh, the tired Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Terminators, Star Trek, and G.I. Joe franchises. All right, well, there you go. What do you think, Ed? 
They need it. They need it. They need a Star Trek movie. They really do. I mean, especially CVS doing these all access shows. There's going to be two now. Yeah, I know. Discovery and I've I heard the... Discovery is good. My, I found that my dad is a big Star Trek fan. Really? Yeah, he doesn't like Star Wars, but he's a big Star Trek fan, which I thought was weird because my dad's not really a sci-fi kind of guy. I don't know if it has something to do with maybe the time. Like I think Star Trek holds a place in his heart differently because mm-hmm. my uncle worked for NASA. Mm-hmm. So working for NASA in the 60s when Star Trek was on, maybe there's like a little like a little thing there. Mm-hmm. You know, space, the final frontier and my uncle, you know, helped put a man on the moon, so maybe my uncle, he did. My uncle and my dad what? <laughs> No, every time I hear that, I'm like, supposedly, like, <laughs> you know, I he think, helped filmed it. I think my dad mentioned that one, like what he thought. My uncle was so mad, so mad at that. Not because it was true, yeah. but because it was the fact that, like, he, all that the work, arc, and the, man, like, the man made a living putting a man on the moon and, and had a career from it after that, too. Like, he then moved on to GE's aerospace division, helped, like, yeah. he was really, and I know, I never saw him because he was always going to and from Washington doing stuff. And right. I'm like, get out of town. Really? And people just, yeah, it never happened. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. It's just, I think, no, no, like, oh, I need somebody who was there. Neil Armstrong, he was paid. Uh, <laughs> and my biggest story is when Buzz Aldrin punched somebody. 60 some odd year old man punched somebody for saying it was false. <laughs> you never went to the. So I, I, I. But I heard my dad really likes. Back to the point ahead. My dad really likes Discovery. And I think he's probably going to watch the Picard one too. Yeah. I, I'm like, all right. I mean, so you think that it, it's supposed to be rated R, by the way. According to the plan, the film shooting is for an R rating. And Tarantino might direct the movie himself. Oh. Wait a minute! Now, now we're going south here. Wait, uh, Which ship is yours? The one that says "bad motherfucker" on it. Samuel Jackson as the captain of the the BMF 007. Yeah, like why is BM a bad motherfucker? And it's pur- it's got purple in the cells. Why? Because he's Samuel Jackson. Just, you know, but it's a cameo. It's not like the story doesn't it's just as a drive by. You know. Just, why are you in it? Because I'm Samuel Jackson. I'm in a Quentin Tarantino movie again. Meep, meep. You know, as he drives by. <laughs> Look at my nacelle ports. They're purple. Why? Bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now that you say it's going to be rated R, ooh. I, I, I mean, like, granted, I mean, you know, it has been proven that, like, like these properties could be rated R and make money. So it really doesn't matter about the rating, you know, what rating you're going to get for the film. It's going to work, you know, supposedly. But Star Trek, can you see that? I, I uh, Can you? I mean, I can't. Could you? Could, could you? Can you, audience? <laughs> Ted, just uh, text Ed. At, uh, email Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Uh, you know, I'm just curious. Or go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. <laughs> Give us a like if you haven't. Um, I mean, it's just tough because it's just like I'm like I'm like what 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 would constitute rated R? I guess more violence because they're not going to really have nudity and cursing in it. I because you go you go you know you're not going to go backwards in terms of of Star Trek and and like cursing and you know and and have bigotry and and, you know. Well, okay. I mean, okay. If if I had to seriously think about it, 
for it to be an R-rated movie, it would have to have blood, it would have to have violence, it would have to be, it would have to have cursing in it. There is some at some point someone's going to say motherfucker in it. Yeah, and and it seems really foreign when you think about Star Trek or any like future. Like, okay, here's a good point: Orville. Uh, I like the Orville. I uh-huh. like it as a TV show. Sometimes I find it very funny. Sometimes I find it just an entertaining show overall. Mm. But there is moments where the humor just seems so out of place because I'm looking at all these clean lines and all these nice uniforms, and I'm going, "What's with the?" It, it, sometimes the yuck yuck jokes feel out of place, but then I'm like, "Well, it's kind of like a workplace comedy, except the, the workplace is a spaceship." Right. And I'm like, "All right, so who's to say that you know, like, it, like it's not all space? It's not all serious. It's got to you know." You gotta lighten up a little bit. There's gotta be some ship in the Delta Quadrant that no one gives a rat's ass about, and you know that they're probably <laughs> these are their adventures. Yeah, it's, it's not these. Guys. Yes, you have you have the stars like Kirk, Picard, Riker. Yeah, this story is not about these guys. It's about Smith and Wesson. <laughs> and and. Bob the the Undertale, Bob the janitor, you know <laughs> who and Steve from accounting, you know it's it's and Bob the janitor and <laughs> fucking future and, and it doesn't clean itself, motherfucker. Roger from engineering, he's the guy who works next why to the got, other guy. Why is Tuesday gotta be taco night? I gotta fucking clean afterwards, motherfucker. Hey Bob, the replicators are down again. Why don't you get off your ass and do something? Oh, fucking replicate you. He's mopping up this, you know, some green goo from the floor that spilt out of a replicator. No one knows what it is. Or, oh my God, Steve got stuck in a transporter. Now he's all goo. Quick, how are we going to do? Quick, call Bob. We'll put him in a little envelope and we'll send him off to space to get him reanimized. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I apparently science is not. A- <laughs> I learned all my science facts. I was that's right. I had, remember Sean had an uncle help put man on the moon. <laughs> I, got, I, got all, I got all my I got all my space technology from Star Trek and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my god. Fi- hey, Phil, that uranium P thirty eight is loose and then in colding. Can you put, uh put him in the- <laughs> <laughs> See, you think it's an envelope. It's more like a manila envelope. Or it's like one of those bubble wrap things where, you know, so he's safe. And he's, he's safe for he's transport. He's well protected. He's well transport. protected. It's not just like a white envelope, you know. God forbid if you open it up, somebody thinks it's anthrax, you know. <laughs> or it's the end of the fucking Batman movie where they have to take all the, the dust particles and re, rehydrate them, you know. <laughs> Hey, Bob, Phil's been dehydrated again. Can you get the the wet vac, suck him up, and let's get him all down to, you know, engineering to help him reatomize him? <laughs> Put him in a box. Throw him in, the, throw him in the pool that we have on the roof. <laughs> we have a pool? Yeah, we do. It's on the roof. We have a roof? Sure we do. It's, just, it's up there. In space? It's, 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 it's space, yeah. In, in space, no one can hear you swim. <laughs> Really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that Bob always falls for that. Yeah, but he sure can work the hell out of a mop. Are you going to do it? No. Nope. 
Can you imagine that? He's he's like he's got, and you find out that Bob's actually an alien that can replicate himself like a thousand fold. So he's always in the right spot at the right time to clean up something. Because he's like the one man you go. Wow, Bob's the only handyman we have on the ship. He's like the Schneider of he's the, of the, of the, of the spaceship. He's got the tool belt. And he, you always see just a little bit of the plumber's crack in his ass, like you know. The Schneider of Star Trek. And he just he's he always walking around with like a, a, a half lit cigarette out of his mouth while he's holding the tool belt. You know, he's got the tool belt. Right, Captain. I'm- I'm gonna clean these pipes, and then I'm gonna clean Mrs. Yohara pipes. <laughs> you know, and you're like, all right. So he's, he's like the one guy. He seems to be everywhere. When like, oh my god, I spilled my coffee. Oh, never mind. Here's Bob. I'll take care of it for you. And you find out the reason why is because Bob actually is a, is a creature who multiplies himself at the drop of a hat. So he there is like he lives. He just sneezes and he splits himself into like multiple copies of himself. <laughs> so he can actually have. He like lives in a closet. In like every part of the ship, so whenever there's something wrong, he kind of just oh, I'm wanted. Here you go, boop, 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 boop. and you're like, oh my god, I just spilled something like back in deck nine, and Bob was there, and here I'm in, in deck twenty seven, and he like almost instantaneous. How does he do it? Bob is everywhere, and no one knows because he always looks the same. No one wants to talk to him either because he's kind of weird. He's got like a lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> And he's the cigarette, and he's he's never really quite looking at you, and and so he he makes people feel uncomfortable because when he talks to you, he gets real close, and he, he's <laughs> the lazy he, eye. <laughs> it's the future, folks, with a lazy eye and a cigarette. <laughs> And the plumber's crack, and he's <laughs> the plumber's crack, and no, because it's the worst uniform apparently ever. Because he, it's ill fitting, because it's not a jumpsuit like they do with the no. Because he's he's recalled. He he's recalled. He's, he's these service level people. They don't they don't really invest in their suits because they're behind the scenes. They don't have to be spit and polished like the captain in the first class. It's the underbelly. It's the guys in the Delta Quadrant in the Z sector of the Delta Quadrant. Isn't have... this supposed to be a show or something? I kind of remember something like this before. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's the other guys. I remember. I remember. God, I kind of remember. Unless it's the show that. Maybe I'm in Deja uh, Vu or something. Unless it's the show. Well, I mean, there's Red Dwarf. Which, nah, no. Uh, there were, but then there's. I mean, the Orville's kind of like the story about the other guys, but I, they don't really. They never really introduced like the heroes of the show, so I'm guessing. I don't know. It's just It just feels like there's a show that, you know, like, hey, there's Phil. I think we did this in a in a previous Maybe episode. <laughs> I kind of remember this now. I kind of remember like an old episode that we did. We were talking about like the under decks of the of the Enterprise <laughs> and what was going on. Down there. <laughs> it's a, obviously, it's a good idea. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, sure. Why not? Um, I mean, I guess I think it could work if it's the, it, maybe it's not Kirk and Spock. Maybe it's like. Phil and Betty, you know, <laughs> and and they're just you know, <laughs> Captain Murphy and his first mate, Captain Rogers, <laughs> not Buck, just Captain Rogers, just you know, making sure I'm making distinct, you know, I don't want to cross platforms, <laughs> you know, like maybe it's just that world that's set in the Star Trek universe, like maybe you'd be driving by and you hear meep meep, what was that? That was the Enterprise that just flew by. How can you tell? You heard the whoosh, you know. <laughs> Listen, you hear closely, you hear enough in the distance. Space, the final frontier. It seems like it just follows them wherever they go. You know, 
<laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> Someone just walks by and they're just. What's up, Bob? Oh, nothing. Just humming a tune. Where'd you hear that from? I don't know. It's stuck in my head. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, fuck you too. And the next thing you know. There's, you know, a fight breaks out on the, you know, on the Toledo deck. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, next thing you know, a food replicator gets jammed in someone's eye. And, you know, there's blood everywhere. And it all happens real quick or just off camera, you know, <laughs> while someone's dancing to like a pop hit of the 2027s, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, can, you can talk or not talk. I'm still going to, I'm still going to shoot my phaser at you. You know, like, <laughs> you know, just gotta be a big giant bar fight. Why? Because you need one of those. <laughs> Somebody in the ship will be out for vengeance. Because it's a big ship, but they don't really know each other. They just heard rumors. You know, like did you hear the 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 we caught. I heard the midnight shift was talking shit about us. Fuck them. You know. Sorry. The movies in my head are always more entertaining. <laughs> so you're going to be disappointed when it starts. Yeah. <laughs> fuck comes out with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> and no one ever, no one utters the word fuck and be like, so disappointed. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Very, very watered down. <laughs> I don't know why they got that on rating. But since we're talking about Star Trek, <laughs> sometimes I love how segues just turn into themselves. Did you see Nemesis? By the way, the last Star Trek film with Picard. And, yeah. Uh, with Tom Hardy as the bad guy, yeah. as the clone of Picard. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you knew it or not, but Jonathan Frakes was supposed to direct that. Really? Yeah. Uh, he. I, I, for those people who don't know, Jonathan likes to play Commander William Riker on the show. But then turned himself into a, a pretty decent director. Um, he directed a lot of episodes of a, of a TV show I liked called um, Leverage. Uh-huh. Has a very like good sense of humor and knows the characters well. He he's a really good director. He yeah. also directed First Contact, and I think he directed another one of the Star Trek movies. But I mean, First Contact I really liked a lot. However, he had um, he directed two Star Trek flicks. Uh-huh. It was First Contact and Insurrection. Okay, all right. Despite the sex, the success of both movies, Frank's passed on directing the follow-up Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, in an interview with Vulture, he reveals that he passed because he didn't want to be pigeonholed. But now regrets the decision. He's like, I would have loved to have done Nemesis, but it seemed like really that's all you're going to do is Star Trek movies. It's glib to say now I wish I had done Nemesis. Instead, the job went to Stuart Baird, a director of much less invested in the Star Trek franchise, and the the film performed for poorly and was panned by critics. And so the actors have recounted having a difficult time working with Baird. In an interview, in the interview, Frakes recalled how his next film, Clockstoppers, was a success. But then the pressure began to mount. Um, in, in, he directed 2004 Thunderbirds, which performed poorly when it was released against Spider-Man and Shrek. <laughs> After that, he was put into what Frakes calls movie jail. <laughs> <laughs> now Frakes has returned to Star Trek. He's, re- he's directed three episodes of Star Trek Discovery, huh? uh-huh. including last week's episode, New, New Eden. He also worked on the Orville, Seth MacFarlane's comedic love letter to Star Trek. Frakes says he's thankful we'll still be involved with the franchise again. Um, it's come full circle, he says. I started on Star Trek. Now I'm primary employee, employed making Star Trek shows. It's very, very good to me. 
Uh, he spoke previously about how the Discovery and Orville compare. He's like the the Star Trek that we have is really has really found its voice, and Discovery has really found its voice. Um, and the Orville has filled in a void for a lot of people. The Orville is their new Star Trek because it does tell stories like the Next Generation, and it's got wild humor in it. Um, Seth MacFarlane clearly wanted the Orville to look like the Next Generation. So he hired the cinematographer Marvin Rush and the, the camera operator and uh, Brandon Braga, who wrote First Contact, among other things that are fabulous. And he goes on to kind of like, hey, I love the show. It's, I, think he's, I think he's doing a great job there. <laughs> um, well, hey, I'm, you're keeping me employed. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can direct more episodes if you need me. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I. I there you have it. <laughs> but do you think it would have been better if he directed it? I think he's got a really, I mean, I like, I really like First Contact. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that it's easier to be directed by somebody who knows the actors. I've right. heard it in a lot of interviews. Like when, when, when Franks first did the episode, the movie, they were like, it's easy to work with him. He knows us. He knows what, he knows the character so well, it's real easy to be able to go, hey, remember the time you did that? Do it there, that way. Yeah. It's like a director, an actor's director, they call him, right. you know, because he can he can relate to the actors and be able to talk to them because like, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's, you always find that like <clears throat> people who direct those kind of episodes and on shows after a while, they, they, they know the rhythms. Like, you know, that's why like, Tom Welling directed a couple episodes as Smallville mm-hmm. after he after almost nine years of being Clark. You figure he's got it down. Like, right. oh, I know what my character would say. I know that. And I worked with this person for almost a decade, so I know how to talk to these people because we do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes, like when when Kevin Smith directs an episode of Flash or Supergirl, he's like, I'm. They can run that show without me. He's like, I'm there as a fan. Going, now yeah, it was great. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. I rarely really have to do anything. Because these guys do it, it's it's it, the show pretty much runs itself at this point. He's like, they've been doing it for so long. The actors all know who their characters are. There's never like, hey, no, I think you should say it this way because they look at you crazy because they've been saying it that way for five years, mm-hmm. five plus years. So why why mess? You don't have to put your own spin on it. You just go with what they're already doing. Right. And he's like, basically, it's just I make decisions <clears throat> like. Oh, we can trim that there, and we can do this, and you know, sure, we can call it a day, whatever. Like, you know, or try this, you know, just yeah, give me another one. That was great, but give me, let me see another one. Right. He's like, that's all I do. <laughs> He's like, yeah. most of the time, I'm sitting there going, "That was awesome. This is great." And then I find what's happening later on in the show, and it's like awesome. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> so I mean, I I I, I like Frakes' worth. He also has a habit of putting himself into the episodes too. So, like when he does um, leverage. Every once in a while, he'd be, it's kind of like the Alfred Hitchcock of the show. <laughs> where is he in the movie? He's like, hey, where is he? There he is. And he he's put on some weight, but he still has the beard. So it's kind of like, hey, there's Chubby Riker. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby Riker. Hey, does he still do the, the, the Riker maneuver when he gets, sits down in chairs? <laughs> um, okay, well, Ed, I know we talk about this a couple times, but Bill and Ted 3 might be released this Christmas, says the producer. <laughs> Uh, Show me a trailer. Uh, Bill and Ted 3 <laughs> might release this Christmas, says the producer. This was on January 28th. This is from Screen Rant. Um, so the so the film's executive producer, Steven Sonnenberg, by the way, it's been 30 years since the world was introduced to Bill and Ted. Oh, no. Oh, my, my thing's going to die. Um, and it looks like... I'm trying to look for a quote. 
and it doesn't have a quote. Uh, it looks like Steven Soderbergh slated the film could be released by Christmas 2019. He followed this wonderful piece of information by teasing it'd be a good Christmas present. The famed Oscar-winning traffic director also described the film as hilarious and that it was a love gig for all involved before joking that no one was getting paid. <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music will see both Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter return to their beloved roles along with the script by the original writers Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. At present, what's known about the film's plot, it picks up with Bill and Ted um, in the daily life of middle-aged family men. The fame and fortune of rock star life has yet to hit their band, Wild Stallions, and an ongoing lack of success managed to create a tear in time, which then sends the pair off into an all-new time-traveling adventure to set the things right once, once more. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, well, in other casting news, Ben, Aff- ben Affleck's officially announced he's not Batman anymore. Yeah, and I heard you that. Send that. Yeah, you sent that to me. <laughs> I was like, I already had that. <laughs> oh, my phone's going to die. <laughs> um, well, the plug's behind you on the, on the All right, well, the then games well, I'll, I'll, you'll have to kind of recall it. Make something up while I go reach for it. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so after playing months, we'll hear won't, we, won't he? The actor officially announced that he will no longer play Batman. Uh, he tweeted about it. Uh, apparently, according to Deadline Hollywood, it says the um, Batman to fly this summer 2021. Ben Affleck flashes, passes the torch to the generation of Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's like excited for hashtag the Batman in summer 2021 and to see at Matt Reeves LA's vision come to life. Uh, of course no one knows about the plot Um, Reeves himself can confirm the film will not be directly based on Frank Miller's year one comic Uh, the director turned an initial draft of the script in September and reveals that Reeves delivered to rewrite his script at the end of 2018 Uh, what do you think well, you know, it's it's a shame because you know for for who he was as playing Batman was good and uh, they that you know, like it's one of those things. It's just like it, the timing was just uh, poor, because um, it's it's you, you know you think about it and you go, you know, he he was good in the in the two movies, even though Batman v Superman stunk, <laughs> and Justice League made no sense. You know, not made no, but it did make sense, but it just was just bad editing because it was reshot and you know some of the cartoon characters and all was terrible. But that's just another story. But the thing is, is that like like seeing him as Batman was 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 pretty good. You go, you know, I could see him playing. Like, I can't wait to see him in his own movie. You know, kind of thing. Right. And then it just time it just sucks because he does a, a pet project that he wanted to do for so long, and I think that hurt him in the long run too because it's just like it was too long, wasn't edited correctly. You know, probably if it was re-edited in another way, he might have might have been had some success to it. You know, and then and then maybe like this thing, and then of course he had a, a, a some kind of abuse problem or drinking problem that you know put him in rehab, and I think that really kind of tarnished his reputation a little bit. So it was easy. Like I think some I think somebody didn't want him as Batman, and they were just trying to get him off the project, and it was just those little things that were just right. unraveling, 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 and finally he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna give up. He's I'm like, kiss my ass. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go out as as the good guy and say you know I'll, I'm I'm a big, big fan I'm gonna support it and then that's it and just walk away you know and then realize he's like damn it what's wrong uh, nothing okay for those people I'm trying to plug my phone in but Ed has all the plugs spread out so the plug that I have to use to plug the phone in doesn't fit completely into the actual well, you can flip over the the, the power strip because there's two sides to it oh oh there's two sides to every power strip. What? Oh, exactly. right. Because we could plug up money, multiple things if we needed to. Wow. 
I hope I don't unplug anything. That'd be funny. <laughs> Everything's still working. So. All right. Can you hear me still? Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, all right. Let me just put my phone in uh, here. There we go. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, there we go. Can we do this? I think so. Uh, oh. All right. Uh, power. Yeah, like. there's a little light, lightning bolt. Yay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Ben Affleck ain't Batman no more. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So All what right. do you think? I mean, you, you, you mean you're... I I liked him as ba- uh, as Batman. I did. I thought there was nothing wrong with him. I'm kind of sad. I thought at the time. I mean, at the time he was announced, it was I would say the perfect storm mm. because he just got the Oscar win for Argo. Mm. He was you know he was he reinvented himself as a decent Hollywood director that turned a profit on on all his movies that he directed. Mm. You know. Um, and and it, he was sitting on top of the world, and it you know he loves the character, and it was it was perfect. I I can't like Batman v Superman. He wasn't the worst thing. In fact, I feel like he kind of saved that movie. His portrayal of Batman in Batman v Superman, with the exception of the Martha thing, I think he was really really good. Justice League is where it kind of kind of fell apart because you had one actor playing two playing the part two different ways i feel mm. like i think you had the snyder batman which was supposed to be dark moody like batman mm. and then you had the joss whedon batman which every once in a while threw in a joke yeah. you know like like i was i will always cringe at the moment where where ben affleck is rolling on the ground holding his side going yeah there's there's it's bleeding it there's blood like that that moment where he's kind of like commenting on the fact that he's hurt, mm. I'm like, Batman never would do that, and I guarantee you, he knows that. Like, you can see the pain in his face while he's on a news line. Not like because oh, I'm supposed to be pain, I got to act it. It's that delivering those lines. delivering those lines is like that's so not a Batman characteristic. Batman would be like, I'm not bleeding at all. What are you talking about? Like, and then you know, and then the I think the scene where he's shirtless talk and Diana's helping kind of patch him together. I think that was more Batman than, mm-hmm. than, than him rolling around going, ah, e, ah, like I felt like he was Peter Griffin with a skin knee going, ah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> you know, like it just, it just, it was just that kind of moment. I'm like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Kind yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like I, I, you want to see him more, you know, as Batman. I think that's you know that's a shame. I, I think with but ben, I, I, th- I think with him, you would have seen a more detective Batman than an action Batman, right? And I, I just think it's just I, I think with DC, everything's just falling apart anyway. So they're just kind of scrambling, and they got to go. We got to replace this guy. We got to do this. Yeah. We got to do this. And he was just like part of that. He was. I think it's, it's like at this war. point now, like you said, it's it's okay. Well, Wonder Woman was good, so we'll keep that going. Yeah, Aquaman was good. We'll keep that going. We got Shazam. That looks fun. Like it, <laughs> that looks fun. <laughs> that looks like a disaster to me. To be honest, really. Yes. I think you're going to be completely. I think you. I. I think you're going to walk out going. I was way better than I thought. I expect it to be exactly what it is. It's a superhero movie with a comedic edge to it, and that sooner I'm. I'm more curious how the Rock's Black Adam is going to fit into that Shazam. Yeah. Also, it looks like it was filmed in Philadelphia. Just say. <laughs> Because the kids on <laughs> Billy is on a SEPTA uh, bus, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Subway for, yeah, Frankfurt Market line. I'm like, I know that line. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what else you got here, Ed? Um, looking here, 
I got some. Um, you have you ever seen the Discovery Star Trek Discovery? Have no, I have not. No. Episode okay. I I was watched. Like I said, Dad's a fan, so he was watching it, and the special effects on it are phenomenal. Not gonna lie. The problem is, it's supposed to take place the same era as the Kirk era. That they weren't really super high tech. There was no special special effects. Like just, I was watching a scene where this girl's actually taking like almost like Iron Man technology, like taking information, throwing it up into the air, and it's like, wait a that come on, Captain Kirk didn't have that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Captain Kirk he was a flagship of the uh, the fleet. Yeah, he had to just kind of click buttons on his chair, click click. You know, like hold on, I got to talk kept, to somebody. Kept set the signing this this this, this Bill Big Bell pad that right. they had like every time this. One of the female actresses, and he had to sign something. You remember that? Yeah, I remember it's that. It's like an old credit card machine, those old ones with the with <laughs> the carbon paper, and it's like... Like, he thinks someone was constantly asking him to pay for the bill. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we just filled up the Enterprise. Here's the bill, there's the gas bill. He's like, exactly. Jesus Christ. Like, he, he's just signed, he's like UPS delivered. And we need to just sign, we got new delivery crystals. Oh, okay, hold on. Did we get to his triples out? Yeah, it's the package. You got to sign for that, too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else we got? Um, well, Scotty needs some scotch, so here's a sign for that too. You know? <laughs> or or like, especially if you get like the FedEx drivers, you, you they sign it. You go, what was the last name? <gasps> Kirk. K-R-K. Thanks. <laughs> now, is it my name and then number of packages with a circle, or is it my first name? Is it James number in a circle, Kirk, or is it James Kirk and then the number in the circle? Because the Federation knows how many packages I get, and I'm going to sign for that. And if I don't have those packages, it says, hey, I'm responsible for this. So if all of a sudden I'm missing three tribbles, they know where to go. It's, hey, Sean, hey, Kirk, you signed for this. Did you not get this package? I don't know. Well, your signature is here, so you must have gotten ten packages, but we only see eight. Did you count those packages when you when FedEx dropped off? No. Well, why not? That's why you're supposed to give your name and then this number in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> you need to count them. Yeah, you you just can't say assume the driver's right if they're looking them out. Yeah, you know. I mean, apparently drivers can't fucking count. Like you know how you know how much money we lost. And now it's rated R. Like you know, rated R. Just Kirk goes, "Fuck you, fucking UPS." Goes, <laughs> Star Trek's now rated R. Yeah. <laughs> He's lone man going through the galaxy. Anyway, the reason why I bring this up is apparently there that there's a lot of high techery in the, in in this show, uh, and it says uh, Star Trek. Why Discovery is more high tech despite being a prequel? Because they just introduced Captain Pike in it. By the way, a young virile Captain Pike, not young virile. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in the latest episode, <laughs> Sean would like to the climate is warp drive. <laughs> sit, sit phasers on lust. <laughs> <laughs> so Vera, uh, uh, we can transport that in my deck any day. <laughs> Damn it, Jim! I am a doctor. <laughs> Let me open my rear hatch for you. <laughs> Any port in the storm cellar. <laughs> oh, I see your nacelle port's huge. You're just happy to see me. Oof. There's no trouble with this triple. <laughs> oh, 
you know what's on this Spock's brain. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Uh, the needs of this one will outweigh the needs of the many. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there was an episode called Point of Light, uh, and it may have just explained why the show seems even more advanced than the original series. Uh, when Star Trek Discovery first began, it didn't take long for Trekkies to note that the ships seemed to be have technology far beyond Captain Kirk's Enterprise in the original series, which is uh, set in a set a decade later. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, some can say some of this can be explained away by arguing that Discovery is a science vessel and more likely to have experimental tech like the spore drive itself, whatever that is, and that pr- may prove problematic, problematic and be discontinued. But in truth, it reflects that Star Trek has always been a futuristic series. Back in 1966, massive viewed screens and handheld communicators were stuff of science fiction. Nowadays, they're commonplace, meaning Star Trek has to embrace new technologies in order for the science to still look advanced. Uh, Producer Aaron Haberts has promised Star Trek Discovery Season 2 will begin to address some of these continuity issues. (laughs) And apparently this episode began the process suggesting that there may be a reason the Enterprise has never adopted the holographic communicators we see in Discovery. In one key scene, Captain Pike contacts the medical facility treating Spock, because he's in the show, by the way, and engages a small talk for a moment. He's rather uh, he's rather better at it than most Starfleet captains. It's hard to imagine Kirk ever bothering to take the time to chat or like that as part of the conversation. Viewers are told that Pike is quite the old-fashioned captain. He's one of the few people who still uses the view screen. <laughs> the conversation seems to imply that the holographic communicator are fairly recent tech, which will explain why the Discovery has both his systems has both systems and not just holograms. Pike is one of the few people who refer to stick to the tired and tested screens, so perhaps James T. Kirk took a similar view when he became captain of the Enterprise. Stupid. It's just <laughs> fucking stupid. I'm, I'm listening to this, and it's like, I'm like, hey, hey okay, you know what the solution's going to be? Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because that's the solution for every Star Trek loophole? That's right. Every time, every time Star Trek has a problem that they painted themselves in this corner, and they go... Time travel. Oh, how's that? Uh, it's time for the time for the discovery to lap around a sun. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, you go, really, and then and you go, and that's the thing. And then they they pick something, they pick a time period. Let's do it way before Kirk. Let's let's get this, you know. Let's 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 start the beginning of Star Trek. Blah blah blah. Like like the fans want it, you know. And I'm like, really? Do you really fucking want it? I no, you know, you just want fucking science fiction. It's all you fucking want. Well, you, that doesn't matter. You no, know, because they go, oh, well, this, like, okay, remember, okay, well, the um, next generation, the first season of the next generation um, fell into this trap to one, and I, I blame Roddenberry a little bit because there was a couple episodes in the first season of the next generation that referred to an episode that happened in the original Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the naked time where they all kind of got this fever and they all yeah. were kind of crazy? Well, they did something like that in the first season of The Next Generation. Yeah, and then they brought it up to Captain Kirk, figuring it out. <clears throat> right, it was like, and of course, you know, when you have, you know, but then they really jumped the shark by having, you know, Leonard, you know, Leonard Nimoy on it. They had, they had Spock, they had McCoy, they had um, Scotty. Mm-hmm. You know, they had those three guys in prime. That's the guy who played Sarek, his father on the show. So, I mean, they kind of jumped a shark that way. But I feel like I don't know why they chose to pick this crew and be like, hey, we're going to do it a decade before Kirk. Okay, well, then I expect to see the... (whistles) 
You know, yeah, like, yeah. They give us the old tech. Well, no one's going to want to watch that. So then don't send it in that period. Exactly. That's the, that's the like, point I was trying to make. I, I completely agree. I completely agree 100%. Like, you know what? Do it the same, do it the same era as, you know, fuck. Voyager happened the same time as Enter- the next generation. Yeah. They were just lost in a Delta Quadrant. You know? Yeah. So you can do that. Not necessarily make them lost, but, I mean, you can have them like, hey, while the Enterprise is over here doing the heavy lifting... Here's the discovery, discovering shit over here. Right. Like, you know, like space is a big thing. You could have them be on the same, being at the same time. It just seems to be like, oh, you know, well, we need, like, the girl who's the lead in this is apparently the sister to Spock. I like Spock. Yeah, exactly. You see that <laughs> for those people, you know, he just kind of gave the, 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 the brow furrowed, like, what? What? Like, Spock doesn't have it. Exactly. They, they, pigeonholed her as, as a relative of Spock. Like, oh, someone Spock never talked about. Why? Because she didn't exist. All right. So now you're going to shoehorn in a plot that's going to, tr- you know, a, a family lineage that wasn't there in the first place. Because she's not half Vulcan. She's human. Or Terran, I guess you might say. Yeah. At least as far as I know, just by judging from the little information I've seen, because I haven't really sat down to actually watch the show, because I don't have CBS All Access. You know, I probably, I probably could rent it, because now it's on disc. Yeah, you, you know, say you could probably watch. Uh, probably, yeah. You know, or if I we if I ever go to Europe, apparently it's streaming over there. You know, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like you you have all this timeline, you have all this space. No pun intended. <laughs> I mean, see, there's like there's also like the future, like like you right. could, like let's advance Star Trek even further. Let's come up with new like that's how they came up with this fucking shit in the sixties. The fact is right. like let's make it the future. I mean, they, they keep wanting to keep going back for some reason. Let's do Enterprise. I'm like, why? Yeah. Like why do this? Like like I don't really care. I, I'm enjoying myself now. Like, why? Why go to prequels? Like, like I, I think Rose is doing it. Well, I, fuck everybody else. I, I think it has more to do with the, so you can throw in names that people will recognize. It's hard to like. We want you to like. Star Trek fans are a massive baseline. So if you throw Star Trek in front of something, you already have a set audience. Yeah. But there's somebody out there going. Well, how do we get the new people in it? Well, you know what? People have heard of Spock. They've heard of Kirk. They've heard of Bones. So why don't we have some veiled reference to those people in this time, in this show? So maybe, because they actually have an actor playing Spock. Apparently, I saw in a preview, he shows up on, on the Discovery. It's like, doesn't look like Leonard Nimoy. Doesn't look like Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto which, okay, I get it. You know, you're not going to find, you know, Zachary is not going to portray the role because maybe he's done with it or, or they need a young Spock. So they got this guy who... Looked like he had a beard, and I'm like, because he was holed up in, in a, <laughs> apparently. Hey, I'm Spock. <laughs> hey, dude, hey, call me, up? call me the dude. Hold my beer. Hold <laughs> a sec. I gotta. Oh, you I asked for take a major leak. Where's the, where's the <laughs> astro toilet? You asked for help, and the Spock abides. <laughs> <laughs> Live long and prosper. Like, apparently, the episode that I happened to stumble upon with my dad was that. Kirk, uh, they found this this pattern of shit, right? And apparently Spock as a child had a drawing, and that drawing was the exact replicate of what they saw on this map. Like Spock had some sort of foreworn knowledge about this moment in in space, right? (laughs) But apparently he is locked up, and he is in a... a, a, I was enlightened. (laughs) 
Hey man, I truly went where no man has gone before. I, I made this drawing when I was a kid. Here you go. I I, I got this this one strain from here, and I got this other strain. And I, you know, had sex with a triple man, and you know, next thing I know, I had this epiphany, and I drew this map, and there were some planets and some stars. Man, it was real trippy. And then next thing I woke up and I was like, what the fuck, dude? So I checked myself into a hospital because I needed to chill out. That's how he was. He was actually in. They thought he was on leave, but Captain Pike said, no, he's not. He's actually in this, like, uh, asi- quote unquote, asylum. He put himself in, like, on observation. You know, because he just got too much to handle. Because, you know, it's hard being part Vulcan, part human, man. Yeah, life sucks. Live long and prosper. But in order to prosper, don't I need a job? (laughs) I don't get it because I can't afford anything because you guys don't have money. (laughs) So how can I prosper if you guys don't have money? Just, it seems, I don't get it, man. I need need to take a knee. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, maybe I feel better now, man. Just do it I'm right now. I'm, yeah, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm chill, I'm man. Now, yeah. I'm chill. Yeah. yeah. I see the universe. Yeah, I see for what it was. Look at all the colors the universe has. Oh, I shall always be your friend, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the needs of this one doobie outweighs the needs of the many because this shit's good. Just one hit and you'll be seeing stars, man. <laughs> I guarantee you the final... Then you want to track through. I guarantee this right here is the final frontier. (laughs) It's the mind, man. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. It's a discovery. Dude. Yeah. I'd say it's great for the next generation, dude. We're here to provide for the next generation. We can help the next generation prosper. Now it all comes clear to boldly go where no one's gone before so we can live long and prosper by having our names etched in the sands of time. Dude. Fuck. It's awesome. Man, I'm going to be over here just eating some churros. <laughs> Uh, oh boy anyway so uh so there you go ed <laughs> all right i got some wacky ones all right okay well here's um stacy saw this article and, and it's a complete farce but she had to give it to me because she thought it was funny um local man arrested for after cosplaying mr free and yelling cold weather puns at people <laughs> totally made up story but because of the whole cold weather someone thought someone and i was hysterical because it's it's basically it's the Sioux Falls headliner, your number one source for satirical Sioux Sioux Falls news, right? <laughs> local man arrested after cosplaying Mr. Freeze and yelling cold weather puns at people. Uh, the local man was arrested yes, early Wednesday morning at Walmart after walking around the parking lot yelling cold weather puns at stoppers. He told me he was going to change the stop sign to say freeze. He was dressed up in some clear plastic look hand-painted baby blue to really get the whole ice look down. He was also trying to talk like Arnold did in the Batman movie. I thought it was pretty funny, said one shopper spoke. Not everyone thought the man's pun were funny, though. A man told me I needed to cool it on the makeup I was wearing. I took serious events to that. Who says that to a person? I'm really thinking about suing him. 
said one woman we spoke to who was actually wearing too much makeup. <laughs> All authorities were then called after a few says of scurrying the man's well-being and mental state. When we showed up to arrest him, we told my officers they needed to chill. They thought it was pretty funny, but we still brought him in for questioning, said the Sioux Falls Police Department representative we spoke with. The man was released shortly after making more cold-weather jokes on the way to the, apart- the department. <laughs> Stacy saw it. She knew it was completely fake, but she thought it was cute. Because she's like, just some guy running around going, I used to meet you. You need to chill. I cool it with that makeup. Oof. I'm going to change all these stop signs to say freeze. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's cute. <laughs> However, I want to finish up, Ed, with two articles. Right. Number one. Xbox player spends 13 grand in purchases. Family claims were unintentional. Wait, what? <laughs> How'd you give her pushing buttons, Ed? Uh, I will repeat again. Xbox player spends $13,000 in purchases. Family claims were unintentional. <laughs> All right. At first, I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck do you spend $13,000? Microtransactions. <laughs> That's a lot of microtransactions. You need to get past that one level on, like, you know, you know, we call it Candy Crush, and you know, you're out of you're out of lives. You, you spend a dollar. It's a dollar here, dollar there. Who notices? Next thing you know, thirteen thousand times later, someone's knocking on your door, going, "Dude, we want some money." <laughs> okay, so apparently, a teenager, a teenage Xbox user, racked up thirteen grand in charges from in-game purchases that the player's family said were the result of accidental transactions. Really, yeah, you know how, how fucking hard, you know how accidental that's got to be to be able. Like, Do you want to buy this? Yes. Oops. <laughs> it's not I like to say no. <clears throat> uh, the Shopeek family in Bolton, Massachusetts, said their credit card statement. Uh, over the course of 13 months showed the accumulation of these Xbox purchases which reached the staggering amount of 13 grand. So for um, for a little over a year, your teenage kid spent $1,000 a month, month and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you realize, hey, how do we owe 13 grand to Microsoft? Who does your accounting? You know what? Do you look at your fucking bill? Okay, you know what? Maybe after the first time, first month, sure, you get away with it. By month three, you got to start asking yourself questions. Like, yeah. So apparently, um, the purchases, okay, well, these, um, NBC New York reported, basically, um, those purchases were made using a credit card connected to the player's account, but the family said the email addresses, which was associated with the account, was seldom used, so they missed the receipts which spanned from June 2016 to November 2017. The family also said they weren't regularly checking their monthly statements and eventually noticed the charges. <laughs> According to the teen's mom, Liz, she just sounds like the kind of person who would walk in. I need to speak to your manager. Okay, Liz. Slow your roll, Liz. Where's that 13 grand you owe us? I need to speak to your manager. I need to speak to your checkbook. <laughs> Uh, I need to speak to your bank. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the teen's mother says the charges were a mistake, though, uh, th- or were at least accidental on the teen's part. When asked how such a scenario might have occurred, like, okay, how do you make that an accident, ma'am? Liz, explain that. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, this the, I need to know. The mother said the thought was that the boy was pressing buttons on his controller to get the game, get into the game faster, and those buttons presses eventually added up to thirteen grand worth worth of purchases. <laughs> okay, I'll let that just sink there for a second because everyone right now is going bullshit. <laughs> I'm stunned. I really am. There was I'm a like, co- there was a collective. Oh I could hear the audience going, "Get the fuck out of here, Liz." <laughs> The mom said there were parental restrictions on the account to prevent this from happening, or at least that there were at one point. So they're not sure how the situation occurred. He hacked into it and figured out how to get this one. Or maybe off. there was not one in the first place. <laughs> what's your What's the account? I don't know. One, two, three, four. Oh my God! See, man, my fucking luggage. <laughs> I figured it out, Mom. What was it? It's my birthday. Great, crack the code. <laughs> How'd you know? Because I'm fucking a teenager. I can figure this shit out. I've seen enough TV. Hack your life. I live by it. <laughs> I've seen, you know, I'm part of Anonymous, Mom. Figure it out. Lickety Sprit. Oh, it was one, two, three, four, five. You know why? Because you're an idiot. I went down. family. I went down. it's like, can you imagine the, the father's now, like, looking at these bills, you know, or, because yeah, it could be the mother. But, I mean, I'm like, obviously, Liz is making up a story. So, Liz is coming, is, 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 is uh, covering for her idiot son. Liz or, or daughter. Idiot child, or daughter. Sorry. Idiot child. Let's put it that way. Liz is, Liz is the, is the, uh, what do you call it? She's telling, she's regurgitating what her kid told her. Right. And apparently she's the mom who believes her kid's a perfect fucking angel. Therefore, it must be a mistake. I guarantee you this kid's spoiled fucking rotten, rotten. And he's like, eh, I want this. Okay, fine. Here you go. Just to shut you up. Right. I guarantee it. Mom's like, well, and my it, son said he was just trying to get the game and get the game faster. And he was pushing all these buttons. I don't understand how this thing works. I never played video games. I have a job. Like, uh, I was Miss Popular in, co- in high school, so I don't have a don't play games <laughs> okay how's that wine addiction you have <laughs> just, I, Liz just seems like the kind of mom that just complains about everything while she's sipping on her wine all I need is my uh, it's time for what's that morning drink uh, <laughs> shit I wanted to go somewhere and I completely derailed myself <laughs> crap you mimosas yes <laughs> It's what time is it? It's time for mimosas. Liz, it's ten o'clock in the ten o'clock in the morning. It's five o'clock somewhere, Steve. Liz needs a drink. Why? Have you seen our kid? He's an asshole. Because <laughs> I mean, the, the, the dad's if, it's, if Liz is doing this, the dad's probably finally got the bill. Go, what the fuck's thirteen? Which is thirteen thousand? It's been been like that's the thing. It's been sitting over, so now interest has been piling up on top of that thirteen grand. Sure, you know, kind of thing. So now he's like, motherfucker, my because he probably was going to charge something somewhere, and his his credit got denied because of that thirteen grand sitting on there. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Here, this is this is clearly a parent who believes everything their kid says. Because here's the next thing. We thought we had enabled the block of in-game purchases. I guess it didn't work, or maybe it was in one game and not in the next game that was added in the queue. There's probably a lot of things we could have done or should have done differently, but just the fact that it happened is really scary. (laughs) (laughs) You you dumb bitch. 
Like, oh, that's all I can think of. It's like, it's like, it's like obviously the kid runs his life, and he, he, the kid, the kid <laughs> yeah. runs the show, right? And, and and like she doesn't bother, and he just plays games all day long. He probably he probably's got her. He's probably like a regular GameStop. They probably like an account or something like that. They probably put the credit card on the fucking account, so they don't even bother like. You know, like showing up, and he's buying these games, or he, he bitches at his mom like eight times a day, and going. So mom's like, "Fuck, right. I'm gonna take you now to shut I, you the fuck up, get you this game." I've seen these kids; they rage quit, throw a controller across the room because they, you know, they lose a game, and next thing you know, like every other week, the parents coming in buying another controller because I don't know how he keeps breaking these. And I look at the kid; like it's usually like an eight or nine year old. And I usually go, "Are you throwing your controller?" No. All right, come on. Really? <laughs> this, see this damage right here? Clearly, it looks like it hit something. Dude, just just be honest. You're in a safe space. I usually go, you're in a safe space. You can be honest. Well, I did throw it a couple times. And then the mom whoops it. What do you mean you threw it? I thought we thought, you know, and it's like, hey, sucker. This is hell. Welcome to hell. And I'm the, I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> see the name tag? It says hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same space. I'm like, that. Uh, it's okay. You, what do you mean? I was, like, uh, I was like, no, seriously, dude. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's, you know, like, kid gets a beating. <laughs> I, I, I'm usually like, look, dude, it's all right. I mean, it ha- you wouldn't be the first person to throw a controller. I used to do it when I was a kid too. Yeah, well, you know, I've done it a couple times. What do you mean, done it a couple times? You, you know how much? Do you know how much money I spend every time? I'm going to spend sixty dollars on another goddamn controller because you keep throwing around and on the back of my head. I'm just going. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> 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 this is like what's weird. This is where the rage crit comes from, kid. <laughs> that she's beating the kid senseless. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at games. You're just stupid. I'm not the one throwing controller. I, whatever. <laughs> Um, there was also supposed to be agreement between the parent and the players. Uh, the parents and players were every purchase was supposed to be approved beforehand. A system the mother said worked on in the past. <laughs> However, she asked the kids if they were responsible for the purchase, and they say they weren't. Because who's gonna? <laughs> did any of you? Guys, I know it's funny. <laughs> Shit. No, I know. Who who made these purchases? Not me. I don't know what you're talking about, mom. I don't know how they got there. I was just trying to make the game go faster. It must have been an accident. Well, he says it must have been an accident, therefore it must have been an accident. <laughs> Liz. God damn it, Liz. <laughs> I was just with somebody would turn to her and go, you know how stupid you sound right now? <laughs> how many kids did you have? You should have stopped at one. <laughs> None. Okay, so apparently the family then contacted their credit card company and asked for a fraud investigation to be conducted. <laughs> That that investigation took months and resulted in the credit card company deeming the charges are valid. (laughs) So the family tried to appeal the the charges through Microsoft's online systems. The mother said one of the automated questions asked whether the charges had been made in the past 14 days. And since they hadn't, no further plea could be entered. (laughs) (laughs) Neither Microsoft nor the credit card companies opted to reverse the charges. (laughs) Oh, we'll take it to the press. The, the public will be on our side for this. And, and, and you got a collective, duh. <laughs> like, how stupid are you? It's yeah. called parent, parenting. Or just, how about this? Take the credit card information out of the fucking system so your kid's not required to fucking right. hit a button. Right. I guarantee you it's probably some Fortnite bullshit. You know, yeah, yeah. I need a skin or it's a new <laughs> season. <laughs> That's why it made billions of dollars. Yeah, it's from 13 grand from came from Bobby. And then Bobby's just an example of all these kids. All the other kids. It's not, it's not unheard of that kids do. But thirteen grand, like, 
How irresponsible are you as an adult? I mean, I know I'm irresponsible, but I'm an adult. <laughs> so I can really, you're not going to rack up 13 grand worth Hell of Hell no. I feel bad when I spend a dollar. I'm like, I, I'm like playing this, this homescapes game on my app. And I, you know, every once in a while, it's 99 cents to get like a 2,000, like a thousand gold to be able to buy five extra moves. And I'm like, well, it's only a dollar. You know, but then I'm always like, <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like, oh, but then it becomes like a, it becomes a slippery slope. So I'm like, oh well, oh shit, I didn't make it to five. I thought I could. I need like two more moves. Let me buy another dollar. Yeah, you know? and it's like, uh. <laughs> that's why I never next do. Th- I never do those. Yep, I play them, but I won't. Like, hey, you need that? No, no. Next thing you know, I'm like five bucks in the hole because <laughs> I'll be like thirteen thousand. Next thing you know, <laughs> slippery slope. Thirteen G's in. I'm like, oh no, what am I gonna do? I gotta call my bank and cancel this. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like, just <sighs> I need to. I didn't see if there's a fraudulent charge. No, mom, you don't understand. I didn't do it. Must have been Billy. It wasn't Billy. It was Sally. You <laughs> Sally's used to- too. Well, that's because she didn't know. I was just gave her the controller just to play. I didn't know. She must have accidentally did it. Sure, blame it on the two-year-old. <laughs> two-year-old got beaten. And then Ma, I guarantee you, Ma, Liz has got the short mom haircut and the mom jeans guy. I need to speak to your manager. I want to talk to him. I need, hello, credit card. I need you to do an investigation because I believe these are fraudulent charges. I don't believe this one bit. Okay, ma'am. I don't know. We found that they're all legitimate. In fact, it's two forms of ID. It's all legit. It happened over the course of, you know, I want my money. No, you're not. They're legitimate. Sorry. We're taking it to Microsoft then. Go ahead. Microsoft is like, uh, I'm sorry. 14 days. I made these shirts. No, they were made a while ago. <laughs> it was made over the course of the last year. How are we supposed to be responsible for your spending over the last year? It ain't our problem. Fucking discipline your kids. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an idea. Ground them. Let them get a job. Let them pay off it off. Because <laughs> I've seen videos where like where like kids are like are like assholes. So the parents take their Xboxes or PS4s yeah. and they throw them in the lawn and they destroy them like through the, the lawnmowers or like that or you know, they smash it with a hammer and stuff like that. Because and I'm like that's what you need to that kid's thing for 13 grand. I was speaking to a guy who came in and he used to work at GameStop and. So he kind of knows, like, you know, to sell the, you know, the warranties and all that stuff. He's like, it was how he did it, how he sold warranties was that he would take the defective discs and break it in front of a kid and their parent. He was like, look, this is the, this is, game is defective. You know what you do? If they get out of line, you just do this, click, and it snaps it with one hand and goes, you can do that all the time for three bucks. You can do whatever you want. Whenever they're bad, just snap it. You know, <laughs> the warranty's good, you know, because physical da- we take physical damage. And you see the kid, parents, their eyes light up like, oh, I can break these games for $3? Oh. <laughs> and you see the kids, like, you know, it's the always the little kids that give you a look like, motherfucker, if I had if I had a shiv, I'd stab you right in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's always those kids, you know the kids, the, the spoiled little brat kids who just kind of whine and bitch about what they want. And you go, hey, mom, guess what you can do? Let me show you a little trick. Take the disc, go like this, snap. Hey, look, it's broken. He can't play it, right? You want to be the, do you want that power? Three dollars for to do that, <laughs> or a dollar for this game. Yeah. And it one, and then you know what? You break it, and then you come back like a week later and get another one. <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, I can put it. It's a whole new way of punishing my child. <laughs> and the kid's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> 
You just ruined my life. You you <laughs> suck. I'm gonna see you out in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. First you have my lunchables, and then I'm gonna kick yeah. your ass. Yeah, three o'clock, man. It's two hit fight. Me hitting you, you hitting the ground. Your ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. <laughs> I'm like, okay, kid, you're rubber, I'm glue. Whatever you, you're, I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you're ice, you say, bounds will make it suck to you. Oh, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I did. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> I got one last thing. I don't know if you want to go over it or we can wait for the next show. It's the biggest box office bombs of all time. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't think they're in any kind of... Yeah, they are in order. Okay. Now, this, this, this is of all time, so all right. it's not just in 2018. Right. Titan AE. Remember that movie? Yeah, I like that movie. $100 million loss. <laughs> yes. It was an animated uh, event, adventure film that uh, starred Matt Damon as the story's hero who must take an intergalactic journey to protect the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie also co-starred Barry, Drew Barrymore as Damon's love interest in the film. Uh, the movie was made with nearly a 90, minute, $90 million budget right. uh, with millions spent more on promotion. To date, the film has grossed approximately $37 million, bringing its loss to nearly $100 million for the studio. Um the poor view. The poor viewing reviled the better than average critical response. He gave the film four and a half out of five stars. Rating the film offers a rousing story with lush galactic visuals. All right. However, you know what was? Um, here's another one. The Adventures of Pluto Nash <laughs> lost ninety six million dollars. All right. Then uh, it's a sci fi comedy starring Eddie Murphy as a retired alien smuggler, smuggler who lives on the moon. He's forced to go up against a mafia after they try to steal his lunar nightclub from his hands. Uh, the film was shot on a $100 million budget that only grossed $7 million. Oh! <laughs> it was... It's like, it's like one of the things is you hear those like numbers, you, when you hear like $100 million, it's like, if they came close, it's like, it was, oh, it's a flop. It made only $80 million. But you go seven, you're like, ooh! Yeah, the picture was a major disappointment for Warner Brothers. Um, it financially, and uh, both financially and critically... Uh, lucky for Murphy, he uh, went to star on the hit films I Spy, Shrek 2, and Dreamgirls immediately following the flop. Uh, <laughs> I Spy wasn't the flop? I guess not. Uh, that was terrible. Um, that, that should have been a flop. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. Well, I mean, have you seen Jack and the Giant Slayer? Jack the Giant Slayer? Jack the Giant Slayer? Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials, and it looked terrible. Uh, you know why? Because it lost $125 million. <laughs> it was a, a $200 million budget, and the film only grossed $195 million, bringing the final total loss to $125 million, I guess, with marketing. You know. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, 47 Ronin. Remember that movie? That's with uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves right? Samurai yeah. movie based on the, uh, the, the urban... In, in a way, I wanted to see it, and in a way, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it yeah. lost $98 million. It was a $175 million movie. So it was a commercial and critical flop. Um, wow. Roger Ebert wrote, you will see this film on an airplane and it would put you to sleep. The film originally opened in Japan to weak sales, setting off fears that the studio would see, see the same fate. And Keanu Reeves stars an outcast who joins a new group of samurais. Okay, Pan. Remember Pan? It was basically the Peter Pan story. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, it 
Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, it lost somewhere between 130 to 150 million dollars. That was more recent too, wasn't it? Uh, no, that's that's the um, well, no that is. That I, was thinking, I was thinking when Hugh Jackman was like I think Hook or something like that. If I remember, yeah, I think no, he played. I think he. I don't know. He was like the good guy. This I don't remember. Uh, to break even worldwide, the film would need to make four to five hundred million dollars, and only managed to make one hundred and fifty million dollars in max. In, uh, max. Okay, remember the BFG, the big friendly giant. Yeah, they <laughs> will never ever hear big friendly giant. I will just go on. I'm going out. I'm. I'm. <laughs> you see BFG. BFG. Big fucking gun. Big fucking gun, because yeah. that was the name of Doom 3. It was BFG yeah. edition, big fucking gun edition. So right. when I see the BFG, and I don't, I don't think... I don't Doom th- always had the BFG. I don't think Big Friendly Giant. I think Big Fucking Gun, right? Right. There's um, So you figure there's no reason a Steven Spielberg-helmed film could flop. But that's what happened in 2016. <laughs> it was a uh, Disney film, too, right? Uh, it might have been. It was $140 million Yeah, because we budget. bought it from Disney. I haven't. Oh. I have a copy oh, okay. of it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So It was $140 million. It was a con- combination of uh, CGI animation, live action shots, and elaborate sets. The film was released during the highly competitive 4th of July weekend, and it uh, struggled to push past the com- competition that included The Legend of Tarzan and The Purge election year. Oh, jeez. Uh, there was a movie called How Do You Know? It starred pa- Paul Rudd, Reese Witherspoon, and Jack Nicholson. It was in 2010. Uh, it was a hundred. It was a hundred million dollar romantic comedy. It lost eighty five to one hundred eighteen million dollars. <laughs> uh, most of the budget went to security expensive A list talent, but wasn't enough to fill the seats. It only made approximately fifty million dollars total. It was a huge blow to the veteran director James L. Brooks, who hasn't directed a film since. I think wow. he passed away. Didn't he? All right, here's one. I'm sure you've heard of. Green Lantern. <laughs> I never realized this. It lost $98 million. Wow. Um, the The movie needed to break $500 million to make a profit. It starred Ryan Reynolds, the, the quirky superhero. Um, which I think was not a good choice. Ryan Reynolds? I don't think so either, but I think, you know, I, I think that without, I think without Green Lantern, you don't get the Deadpool for Ryan Reynolds as an actor. I mean, I forget. Okay, I mean, think, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, because you have this, you have you have Green Lantern, you have the uh, Wolverine Origins movie where he played Deadpool, mm. quote unquote, if you want to call right, that, yeah. right? You know, so I think that you, you needed these things in order to make Deadpool the movie really right. so good. Um, I I think that they, I honestly, they shouldn't have done. They sort of they, how Jordan Green Lantern was not the right Green Lantern to have at that time. Oh no, I disagree on that. I, I think I, James. I, I think Stewart would have nah, been the better. Would, I, I would have been better. I disagree because there were so many fanboys with Hal Jordan that that's that's the way to start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, you know, yeah, but I, all the people who would go see that movie are the age of people who watched the Justice League cartoon, and that was you know Stewart as the Green Lantern. They never had Hal Jordan. A lot of people were like, "Who's Hal?" You know, um, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, the film grossed two hundred twenty million dollars, so that's good. Yeah. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> how much? How much did that lose? Hundred million dollars. Uh, movie star Johnny Depp isn't usually associated with box office bombs. However, the um, it took a mega bomb hit. See, 
The entire filming process was marred by unfortunate events. There were injuries during dangerous stunts. The set was damaged from weather. The studio originally canceled the film but decided to move forward, and it suffered a $100 million loss. Jupiter Ascending. Ooh. I kind of always kind of wanted to see this. The problem the problem with that is that the, it was the studio's fault that that I think that flopped. I really do. I, I blame the studio because they had two great actors, Chanitanium and um, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. So, like to me, it was one of those things. And they had it. They had it at one part, and then they pushed it into February. And February territory is always weak movie territory. Like if they don't have any faith in it, they will put it in February, and they won't really give it too much in terms of marketing. And that's what they did to it. Well, you know? it, it says here, like, um, first of all, it's also directed by the um, by Lillian Lana Wachowski, Wachowski now sisters, not brothers, that's right? Um, who did you know Matrix Loaded and Cloud Atlas? It was uh, twenty fifteen. Jupiter sending star Mila Kunis and Shannon Taining as they fight to fall in love in space didn't fare quite as well with the audience as the Matrix did. The film was jam packed with CGI, which set the film's budget sky high. Combined with weak. With poor critical response and weak marketing campaigns, and you have one of the biggest bombs of 2015. Because I mean, when when the fir- when it first came out, there was like there was like trailers, like I think like like it was almost like a like six months or eight months out or whatever when it was coming out. And it was like it was kind of interesting looking. It was a bizarre. Chad and Tames carry looked a little bizarre. But it was like it was kind of right. like I'm like you know what I, I mean. I have to see because it wasn't really like him talking. You didn't really see because a lot of action scenes, slow mo, you know, right. super, you know, kind of thing. They were, and it's like it looked interesting. And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about it. And you know, it's but it's got Chan and Tane and Munichalis. So you go, hey, you know what? I'll go see it. And then of course it got pushed. And you go, oh really? And then he goes, they put it in. And then like everybody's, they put it in February. Like, oh. They have no faith in this movie. And you go, well, maybe there is something to it. If the the if the if the the, the company the, yeah. the studios has no faith in it you go well it's got to be terrible i yeah. mean like they they put out terrible movies and on good <laughs> and so are blockbusters and you go, what the fuck were they thinking and you go well, if they didn't have faith in it then you know it's got to be terrible <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go, uh, got monster trucks <laughs> you knew that was <laughs> you knew this movie you saw it on screen i was like you gotta be kidding me really it lost 120 million dollars <laughs> that's that's generous that's pretty good. That much. The, the, the high adventure fame only made $65 million, losing the studio more than seven figures. Um, audience that saw it, though, said they gave it an A, an a rating. So, I mean, it must have been good. Just no one cared. Well, it can't be, can't be kids' movie. That's what sure. it was. And, uh, and you're like, you know, it's uh, kind of. Hey, 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 remember that uh, movie, Deepwater Horizon? Yeah. It lost $60 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, here's a good one too. This one I can't believe they even threw it on the list. Basic Instinct Two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> it, it lost thirty two million dollars. Probably small, but it would. Yeah, but a lot of those, like some of those movies, you know, you they they only say thirty two million. You go, they probably were looking for like decent numbers. They're not looking for like you know not they know Basic Instinct Two is not going to be the movie of the year, you know, kind of thing. Well, they, I mean, they, they, well here's the problem. With the enormous success, with Basic Instinct number one was a huge, huge hit. Right. So they wanted to cash in on a sequel, right? They cashed in fifteen fucking years later because the sequel with Sharon Stone in it, by the way. You're looking kind of confused. Yeah, I'm trying to do them because it was like in the nineties that the uh, Michael came. Douglas said said that uh he said 
Sharon Stone is back as the manipulative, beautiful uh, Catherine Trammell, but without the co-star Michael Douglas, as he said in 2005 that he was too old to reprise his role. It took ages for the film to go in productions, and it was filmed nearly 15 years after the original. Um, I don't know. They can give a date when it was when you're going to look, aren't you? The film was panned by critics and audience and stayed away from the fateful and, and audience stayed away from the sequel. I saw it. I saw it on, on on video. It was horrible. <laughs> Um, here's a movie I never heard of, Delgo. It lost thirty nine billion. <laughs> Chances are you don't remember Delgo. It's the animated adventure starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> After its premiere, it was the first film to earn the lowest opening rating for a film distributed in more than two thousand movie theaters season wide theaters. It was it had a forty million dollar budget, and the film seriously underperformed, not even grossing one million dollars. To this day, it's still the lowest-grossing animated film of all time, and it was a major setback for actor Freddie Prince Jr. Was it, wait, well, I'm sorry, I was, I was, I'm, I'm looking up. You're looking up Basic Instinct Two, right? Basic Instinct Two came in 2006, and 1992 was Basic Instinct. So, <laughs> I'm not doing the math. It says 15. 14 years. Okay. Right. Um, but anyway, go ahead. Was what was the movie you were talking about? Delgo. D E. D-E-L-G-O. Never heard of that It was one. an animated film. And I'm looking at the characters. I'm like, I don't remember this film at all. Like, it, I don't even remember seeing a trailer for it. Like, I don't even know what year it was, it, what it was released. Like, did I just not pay attention? 2008, looks like, here. Wow. I mean, because that's what I heard. I, yes. You've seen that movie? I've never seen the movie, but I've I've seen the, the work up on this. Oh, okay. The trailer and all. And it looked terrible. Um, okay, um, R.I.P.D. <laughs> Lost uh, 100 to $120 million. That's the uh, movie with um, Ryan Reynolds and, and Jeff Bridges. Yes. They play, um, what do you call it? Hunters who are dead. <laughs> dead cops. Dead cops. And they look like live, like, like we call it, um, Reynolds was like an old Asian man, old live. Asian man, and, 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 and he was and like a sexy was, blonde. Uh, yeah, and they yeah. were cops. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was when we got brought over one night. I actually have a copy of that. I, I got it for Christmas or birthday a year ago or something like that. And the thing, well, the problem, the the problem, I think the only problem that I had with the movie was you could tell some of the CGI was not finished. Like they, okay. they just they ran out of money. And it was like it is what it is. <laughs> they really let it fly, and no one noticed. Right. So when you first see it, you kind of don't notice it, but then you see it again and again. Right, like you I've start seen, going. Eh, I see that. There's that. That doesn't look right. Like that's not finished. You know, I can see that now. You know, you kind of you, you pan through it. But I mean, yeah, it wasn't a bad film. But I don't. You know. Okay, Ed. No uh, box office bomb list would wouldn't be complete without this fantastic loss. <laughs> Has got to be Fantastic Four. That is true. It's the 2015 Fox reboot Fantastic Four. Lost eighty somewhere between eighty and a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I have a copy of that as well. <laughs> I had to because I had to complete my Fantastic Four collection. Now this one kind of hurts because I did like this movie, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland lost uh, somewhere between eighty and one hundred and fifty-five million dollars. I don't want to comment on this one. You didn't like it. You know, I I, I I I was so hyped on it, and I don't know. Like I said, I've only seen it twice. You okay. know, I think once was at a midnight showing on a ship. 
Right, and you then, were you were caught up in the in the the the, the fanfare of right because it was a, it was a Disney cruise that we were on, and it was you know we got to see it for free basically at midnight on the ship, so it was like that, that big moment, and like so like after like a long day of being out to sea and all and 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 seeing this movie, you get tired, and then of course right. the next day we were it was Star Wars weekend, so we were running through Disney World, our Disney yeah Disney World through through the one of the last Star Wars weekends where we were. Running through, getting, I'm getting all hyped up on that. But then I watched it again because I'm like, I think, and I just got confused. Like parts of it were just a little too confusing because of the whole. Uh, the, the, uh, There's a little time travel in there, right? And it's it. You you have to really pay attention to this film yes. to really understand everything. You can't but be the whole fucking your phone and while you're watching. Exactly. It. And you in the first the first like first half hour I thought was brilliant. I mean, like it was the setup, and you 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 get into it, especially when you have uh, um, George Clooney, George Clooney in it, and you know it's like what's you know, and and the actors are doing a really good job, and you're, you're Hugh Laurie's in it, yeah, House himself's in it, yeah. and and, and the, but then it was like like towards the end you're like. What like what the fuck what like he, and then he did, changes his mind that he's not going to like and you're like uh yeah. I, I I I I enjoyed it I thought it was really good um now the Disney chief um defended the film's weak performance by saying Tomorrowland's an original movie that it and that's more of a challenge in this marketplace it's kind of true we feel it's incredibly important for us as a company and as an industry to keep telling original stories the film's poor debut can also link to the studio's soft marketing campaign which featured mostly teasers and mysterious images. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really didn't do much. Like I remember going, George Clooney, and it, okay, uh, George Clooney on a trailer gets me kind of going, oh, okay, what's this movie about? Right. But I didn't, I waited, I think I saw it on video. I think I rented it, you mm-hmm. know, and it was like, because it didn't, it didn't put my ass in the seat because I, I didn't know what it was about, other than the fact that Clooney was in it, and I'm like, oh, it looks kind of cool, I'll go see that, you know, then I never did. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ben Hur, the new version of Ben Hur, seventy six to one hundred and twenty million dollars. Well, that's it's, yeah, that's the thing though. I mean, like a lot of these movies are getting tougher and tougher because it's just like, like people going, "Why we? It's already been done." Like I've seen Ben Hur. Well, you, it's, you, ironically enough, the next one is King Arthur's Legend of the Sword, which is a hundred and fifty million dollar loss. <laughs> and that looked terrible. I didn't see it, and and, and I'm, I'm I love King Arthur stories. It's like one of my like go tos to like for for fantasy kind of movies. And you and you and you go. I'm like, yeah, it just did not like like every time I saw something like an article or a picture, and like less and less, I wanted to see that movie. It was just not. I you know what I'm going to say. I I didn't had no interest in it because it's not the Charlton Heston version. Of the mm. guy. That that's like a masterpiece. To try to do that one again is is iffy at best. Right. Um, it was meant. It was supposed to star Jack Houston, and it, it was meant to be a star making role because he was a nobody. I guess. Mm. The film's release was delayed numerous times and was released with a highly competitive summer slot. Analysis of, the f- analysis of the film also indicated that the film couldn't take off beyond areas where the religion is extremely important. Rolling Stone went as far as to call the, re- the film a, re- a remake disaster of biblical proportions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the King Arthur Legend of the Sword It was directed by Guy Ritchie and starred uh, Charlie Hunan's film about legendary king on a quest for become power. Um, it Fell, it was up against Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Amy Schumer's comedy Snatched. It just, the film lost almost $150 million against the production of it of $175. Um, Rolling Stone critic gave uh, one film a, a one star, replying that uh, applying 
apply Richie's fast cuts and jagged pacings to the Arthurian legend and you get, well, a brutal bleeding mess. Um, Sahara in 2005. That's with, uh, hell, hey, all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, it was, what do you call it? Um, lost 78 to $105 million. It's just, I mean, like, the, the the marketing was terrible for that. And it was just like, and you go, this doesn't look like a good role for Matthew McConaughey. Like, when you saw the trailer, you're kind of like, like, like yeah, that's yeah, how the, the impression he's, I got. He's not Indiana Jones. Right. Stop. And it wasn't even like, it looked like it, it wasn't. It was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Sinbad, Legend of the Legend of the Seven Seas, it's a cartoon, $125 million loss. <laughs> Here's what I was surprised at. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, the sequel, yeah. lost $75 million. <laughs> I was surprised by that. Did we see that one? Um, I brought it over. Yeah. Yeah, it had Stephen Mel. They brought in, they, they he was Casey Jones. Yes, yes. Um, I... Because people were saying yes. there were two, they were too freaked out by the two realistic versions of their beloved turtle. They look too real. That freaked people out. Like I don't want to <laughs> see that. That's something. Not my power. Not my. Uh, well, those those costume ones were better. I guess, or they look like turtles. And I mean, I never really like these movies either. But I mean, like to me, they were better than the than the nineties versions. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of those like those. Oh, that was oh god. Like, I'm like, like, well, it was a step up. It's not my turtles, but it's a step up. <laughs> but also, Power Rangers lost $76 million. I am not surprised by uh, yeah, that I at all. I mean, it was it was an okay movie. It was, you know, I enjoyed it, watching it. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I, I have to have it. <laughs> uh, it said it identified with the sensibilities of the kids at the time, and they were, tried to, they were tried to reboot it recently in the form of a film. It didn't like quirk, resulting in a heavy box office loss, as you can see here. Um, Mars Needs Moms. You remember that cartoon? Yes. It, that looked terrible. It lost almost uh, up to anywhere to 100 to $144 million. It looked terrible, so I'm not surprised. I am not surprised at all. The character's faces to have a spooky, neither, neither alive nor dead look. <laughs> Children are unlikely to enjoy it, and parents will be aching for a few stiff drinks in Mars Bar long it's over. Here's a good one. Speed Racer. I like that movie. It lost seventy three to eighty one million dollars. What is the specific number? Only lost them was eighty one million dollars there, Ed. Um again it's recalled out. You have to go to the Wachowskis again. Yeah. Um people started watching the movie in the theater and some felt like they were speeding their racers right out of the building. Like I guess, you know. It, I, mean, the, I mean that's the thing, like like I didn't really like the CGI like the Mach Six, whatever it was, you know the, that that right. kind of weird racing thing. But then they took if they took that element out, and then there was the one scene with Chim Chim and uh, uh, Spritel when they're going through. They're in a little cart, and it was like a bizarre scene. That you remember that one? Like yeah. it's kind of like stop the movie. And you're like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? It was like a montage like thing with thing. You're like, they're driving this little goat garf golf cart around. I'm like. All right. Okay. Yeah. The list gets kind of long, so I'm going to try to blow through a couple of these. Ready? Uh, okay. Geely. That's the uh, $72 million. Stealth. That's the plane with, uh, what do you call it? Um, Jamie Foxx, Jessica Biel. Uh, it's the new wave Top Gun, I guess. Lost $96 million. Cowboys and Aliens. It lost sixty three to seventy five million dollars. How can you lose money with Han Solo and James Bond in it? That's all I'm saying. God damn it! Directed by the guy who directed Iron Man, the first one. 
<laughs> you can have every beat, but it can I, still miss. Um, the Good Dinosaur lost uh, $85 million, which was a bomb for Pixar. Uh, the Promise lost a 94 to $102 million. The Promise. It was... Um, someone on the inside appreciated it. It's, it's, it's hard to say. It's, it doesn't tell you. It was the movie, making a movie based on real life events. It's never easy. The creators failed to live up to the challenge. It was, um, a classic real life story on a love triangle that failed to engage its audience. It stars, uh, Poe Dameron and a couple other people. Okay. Um, Cutthroat Island. So the Gina, Gina Davis. Yeah, it lost $89 million. Evan Almighty lost $88 million. <laughs> the Tom Cruise Mummy movie lost $95 million. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! Alexander, the, uh, what do you call it? Lost. That's, I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm like, I wish they would make. Uh, the, that was to me, like, going to be, like, I thought it was going to be the greatest movie because I liked. Alexander? Yeah. I actually have the uh, the well, it's Oliver Stone, I think, directed it. Yes, I actually have the um, the long version of, of of the movie at home. I haven't sat down to watch it. I saw the 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 first cut, I guess. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. It, it had Angelina had Angelina Jolie in it. Did I'm a Russian a, accent, and we're like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, whatever. And then, and then, of course, the the Alexander has of course an Irish accent, and you're like, is he Greek? Yeah, <laughs> um, Alice through the Looking Glass. Lost seventy million dollars. Yeah, once, once, like, like it was. A, so it was supposed to be a one shot. They should have just did the Alice in Wonderland and been done with it. But you got it. Johnny Depp working for Disney, so they're just going to keep. He'll be like, "Oh, you want me to do another Pirates movie? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll do this one." Yeah, you know, Jack Frost, the uh, Michael Keaton movie. Um, it lost sixty eight million dollars. Oof. Pixels lost seventy five million dollars. <laughs> We call it. Here's here's what's one of those movies when people saw the trailer for it, they see it themselves. Wow, Hollywood sure seems to be running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> the rebooted Ghostbusters lost seventy five million dollars. I don't know why it was funny. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a lot of good talent it just, there. It just says you know it. It says it's uh, um, end of the day. People simply can't beat the classics. Perhaps it's a testament to how good the first one was or that the new one did so badly. People simply didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, $94 million lost. That was that was doomed to fail before it even launched. Like that because they spent so much money on that. And it was yeah. it was it was it was and like I saw it. I you saw it. I think I used to own it. I think I might actually own it on Blu-ray. I I have it on DVD. I never I never upgraded it. it was, and I'm not I going think, to. I but. think it was one of the first movies I bought on Blu-ray because I'm like you know what if it it's got with the, how much money they pumped into that I wanted to, it should should look damn good and it does look great, but <laughs> it made no sense. Uh, Hugo lost fifty-seven to ninety-two million. That's the one with the little kid. Yeah. Um, the Wolfman, which I like that one too. Shame, uh, seventy six to eighty million dollars. It was uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, uh, Osmosis Jones, sixty three million dollar loss. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, Rise of the Guardians. Ah, that sucks. I like that movie. Eighty seven million dollars at loss. That's the one with uh, Jack Frost, the kid. Yeah. You know, where Santa Claus has got tattoos. <laughs> uh, town and country, eighty-five million dollar loss. 
he's not only does he got tattoos, but I think on his fist it says good and bad. Or <laughs> like naughty or nice. <laughs> um Treasure Planet lost eighty five million dollars. Seventh Sun lost eighty five million dollars. Oof. Ali lost sixty three million dollars. I didn't really? know Ali lost yeah. money. It was an Oscar nominated movie too. Hey. Uh all right. Supernova lost eighty three million. I don't know what Supernova is. Allied, that's the one with the um, bam, bam. sorry, it was a sling. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt um, marries a woman in World War II, and yeah. they might be spies. Yes, that lost uh, almost ninety million dollars, seventy-five to ninety million dollars. I think I think that hurt because of the whole divorce thing going with Angelina Probably, and, you know, a lot of people are going. I don't want to see a Brad Pitt movie now. <laughs> Gods of Egypt. Uh, lost seventy nine and ninety million dollars. I don't know, maybe because most of the comics were white. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to see that, but it looked terrible. I want to see it because it looked terrible. All right, uh, John Carter. There it is. Two hundred million dollars loss. <laughs> that was Disney's fault. John Carter needed to break six hundred million dollars worldwide to break even. As a result, the flop uh, landed between the flop led to a fallout between. Director Andrew Stanton and many producers working at Disney at the time. The film stars Taylor Kitsch as the title character, and he tries to mandate a looming war between two opposing kingdoms. To date, the film has grossed approximately two hundred and fifty million dollars. That was the last one on the list, thankfully. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I used to see you. I, I'm surprised. I'm, I, I'm guessing Justice League made enough money. <laughs> or Batman v Superman. They should make they should make a list of the movies that broke even. I'm curious about that one. Yeah, like you know what? It's you know it's you can kind of laugh at the ones that go that lost money, or you go like I thought Ali was a good movie. I didn't surprise it lost money, but I guess I'm, some of the movies I am surprised are on that list. Um, like I guess you know when you you pay him, it's Will Smith. You pay him a lot of money to be in this movie. It maybe gets an overblown production cost because it's a biopic film with a big leak. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I want to see the ones that just broke even, like the, like I because like Batman v Superman was supposed to make like nine hundred million dollars to break even. It did it? I don't think it made it. Why yeah. isn't that on the list? Right? Or did it? Did it finally make the money back to break even thanks to video sales? Like what point? How is where's the meter? You know, <laughs> like I want like hey, you remember Justice League? It made it grossed a dollar. It broke even, <laughs> and you'd be like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> I am kind of curious that myself. What, what just broke even? You know, like what just made it? I maybe I'll, maybe I'll do some googling. <laughs> Let's see if I can find a list for next week. Because I like okay, Ed. Here's a list of the top five movies that broke even. <laughs> oh, well, there you have it, Ed. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you got anything else you like that, Ed? That is it. All right. Well, you've been listening to Geeksters, of course. If, if you haven't known by now, poof, you've been sitting on your ass for a long time. Uh, but if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget to contact Ed about anything at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.